I love the fact that I just saw a message pop up from you screaming at somebody going, don't delete Destiny 2. <laughs> it's true, though. You don't. Part of the install no. process will actually remove the old install. Yep. It just made me laugh that you were like, shouting at somebody in, in your band. What I don't band, understand you, is you, why did Discord. somebody think that deleting it would make it go faster? That's the part that but I don't know. The thing is, you've got to download it anyway, and it will uh -huh. install by itself. So if you want, uh -huh. once you um, part of the install process is to remove it anyway, it's not going to make it any quicker because it's just going to spend that time looking for the original install and not finding it. Right. And then people will go screaming, going, "It didn't work! I had to do it again!" But, like, but why would people delete well, it to begin with? Why? Why is that a thing? Because they think it makes it go quicker somehow. Yeah. Who though? Is this the same people that 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 believe that you could microwave an iPhone to freaking make it charge faster? Is this that same group of people? Oh, I'd pay to see somebody do that with a brand new iPhone. These are the same people that think if you teabag the the flag and Iron Banner, it'll capture the zone faster. It did in Destiny One, didn't it? See, it's those people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing the game even more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We do encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter, and that's the number two. Now, on with the show. So, as the other two haven't shown up just yet, do you think we should just kick off the show without them and just see what time they turn up? See how far we can get. Yeah. See how far we can get. So, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Night Demon, and joined, as ever, by parody, our other Titan brethren. Uh, the two hunters are missing in the wild. One is searching for lore, one is probably still eating breakfast, and brushing his fangs, as he puts it, on a message to me a couple of days ago. So, let's kick the show off with Next Week in Destiny. Nobody's surprised about this. Beyond Light is releasing, so if you're here, you know about Destiny, and you know that there's going to be an expansion to the game next week. But they just had to do a pop-up on the screen to tell us. So make sure that you've collected all your stuff before it enters the Destiny Content Vault. Yep. Pretty standard there. Europa becomes available to all players. And they do give us the Nightfall this week coming up. So we can track the Fallen in the Exodus Crash Nightfall ordeal. So that's going to be a really tough one, isn't it, for the first week where everybody's going to be under level. And... Oh, that those those shanks, the the electric fields, and that boss that just disappears over and over again. I'm I'm having PTSD thinking about it, trying to level up and um, get my own powerful drops. But you won't be caring about that, will you, Parody? Uh, no, I I actually played the game some this week, and I I had all these big dreams. You remember talking about how I was going to get my get my reckoner title and do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I haven't actually touched a, a, a second of Gambit since then because <laughs> the world is crazy and work is crazy. So I, I, I decided to simplify my achievements for, for pre-Beyond Light and finish off my mountaintop. <laughs> that I was supposed to go say, great, you got it just in time for the nerf. <laughs> You're correct, buddy. But more importantly, now I can have an opinion about it per respawn. 
So I have the gun. Now I can have opinions. Haven't shot it yet. Haven't fired yet. Picked it up from Shax, and that's as far as I've gotten. Okay. So this week, just do me a favor before you before the the weekends or the the weekend ends, go and use it in like a nightfall ordeal. Just use it as your primary, and it'll be fantastic. And or if you get a chance to go and do the dungeons, anything kind of that level of you know good PVE content yeah anything to be challenging yeah it's it's like having another exotic it really is yeah yeah that's yeah i think that's what fusco said is like you know it, it's it's amazing or, or no andy said quick go out some bosses and that's yeah i hope to get on hopefully this this evening this weekend and just go yeah go use it a little bit go play with it some because i have a real good track record of acquiring weapons and then never touching them again i i did glance just briefly at how far am i from the luna it's like now you're still you're still go get solar kills and then you know get headshots with hand cannons. Like, yeah, no, that's that's not happening. But I figure I, I got I got something done before Beyond Light ended. So, or I'm sorry, before uh, Seasons of Arrivals ended. So I'll take what I can get. So that's it. That's that's what's happening next week. Yeah, and that's the show. Thanks for joining us. It's been fun. <laughs> Our show isn't ending, but Bungie Bungie rewards are ending. So yes. Bungie again would like to remind you, Season of Arrivals is ending soon, very soon. Earn and claim your rewards, Destiny, to unlock the free emblems and offers for purchase in the Bungie Store. Your Moments of Triumph shirt, which I need to order. Your Raid Ring, if you've been raiding like crazy. Your Sweet Prophecy hoodie. And more. So go to Bungie.net slash rewards. You'll need to log in with your console of choice. It will tell you what you've unlocked and you can go buy all the pretty things. Or not. That's up to you. I won't tell you what to do. <laughs> so should we move into this week at Bungie for the 5th of November? Remember, remember the fifth of November. Indeed. So again, they go over the Beyond Light launch trailer. If you want to go and have a look at that, we did link it last week. I can relink it this week if you didn't see it. Uh, underneath that, they do give you the calendar for Beyond Light and what's happening for the next couple of months. So going beyond Christmas into the new year. We read it last week, so we won't go over it again this week. So there, there is an image out there tells you roughly when things are coming up. We will remind you each week just before they come up. So stay tuned for what's going on. But they do get into some of the, the nice meat of what is happening next week with a patch note preview of what is coming up. So over the last few weeks, our goals have been to set expectations. We've covered Destiny Content Vault, upcoming sandbox changes and Gambit tuning. These updates aren't mind blowing, but overly game changing. They're nice little morsels to chew on in the final days leading up to launch. In any case, we hope that you like the following quality of life appetizers before your meal is delivered on November 10th. So basically, they're just going to give us a few things to discuss now and expect a huge patch notes to be dropped just before the game launches on the 10th. So you'll be too busy playing the game and then going, well, why isn't this working? And then having to go read the page, patch notes, which is quite exciting. So archives, beginning on November 10th, two new kiosks will be available in the tower. First up, the quest archive will be found next to the postmaster. Their hope is to remove some of the confusion when trying to track down the odd quests that you've previously discarded. Um, yeah, uh, they're just kind of at various different vendors at the moment. So if you dismantle like something that's in your quest tab, you think it's gone to one vendor. Oh no, it's gone to a different vendor because you were on that quest step as you were progressing. So to save that confusion, they're just going to put it all in one location. 
bit like what they did with Destiny 1 with these like little kiosks. Additionally, this will be the place for any veteran players to pick up new light quests on November 10th. So if you do have the desire to go and experience the new player tutorial for the reintroduction to the Cosmodrome, that will be where you can go and collect that from. Next up, the Monument to Lost Light Exotic Archive will be found by the Vault. So it looks like it's in the middle of the two vaults that are on the wall near the gunsmith. Here, players may acquire various exotics and legendary pinnacle and pursuit weapons that were once available through now-retired quests. So you might be able to pick up things like your, your Lunar's Howl, your Not Forgotten, your Mountaintops, if you haven't done those yet. Um, as many of these exotics were tied to lengthy quests or difficult objectives, they wanted to make sure that their price reflected these previous efforts. The players will now need amounts of glimmer, destination materials, masterwork materials, and an exotic cipher, or an ascendant shard. And they're the big ones, aren't they? They're the big golf balls, I believe. Is that the ascendant shards? I think so. Just going to go and check, check my inventory. I was just going to say, Dim is loading as we speak. <laughs> uh, where is it? Yes, it, it, it doesn't look like a shard. It's a golf ball, but it's an ascendant shard. So the ones that look like the golf balls. It's the prisms are the, the nice little things that you think would look like a shard, but never mind. So yes, one of the golf balls, you'd need one of those. Either or, don't know yet because we haven't got there. So you need that amount of stuff in order to purchase the exotic or legendary which is desired. Uh, they're also introducing a new currency because they're taking a lot of currencies away so we need to get another one to re be reintroduced and this is exclusive to raids. This is going to be called Spoils of Conquest which can only be acquired when completing raids. This currency will be required for exotics previously tied to vaulted raids. So if you haven't got your Terraba, if you haven't got your Anarchy, things like that, this is where you're going to need to go to reacquire those items, but you are going to need some of the currency and some of the other bits. As soon as we get there, we can kind of detail and let you know what things do. But until then, it's a mystery. This might be something you're getting to, but uh, I had the same thought of, oh, they're going to put a nice kiosk there. I'll need currency. Oh, I can go run and grab my, you know, all the things I didn't get raiding so far in Destiny. No, no, the currency you're going to need comes from the raid. So still going to need to raid to get the old raid exotics. No way around it. So in the past, the exotic ciphers were very limited in nature. I think we got one on the season pass and we got one for doing that small quest to honor the um, employee from Vicarious Visions. Yeah, the Vicarious Visions, yeah, the yeah. Memorian quest. Yeah, so apart from that, I think you, you can... Can you acquire them? You couldn't acquire them before, could you? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's sort of where they came from, the past and things, because I I, I, can't, I was trying to remember. I know, I know they were putting it in there just saying, hey, here's another way to get like exotics from Xur, but much like everything, they they said, hey, we're, we're going to sprinkle these out very lightly. Here's here's one. Come back next year for another one, children, like yeah. Halloween. <laughs> so while you can expect one to be available as part of the season pass, and I'm guessing that's going to be on the free track because there's no point in putting it just on the paid track, so anybody that is coming new to the game will get one free. Zer will also offer a quest to earn one exotic cipher on a weekly cadence. So that's quite good. So if you are a new player coming in, there are ways to kind of get these and buy some of the exotics from Master Rahul. 
the um, engram guy because he has got like three or four but you need the cipher i think you need some glimmer and you need planetary materials for those as well do you want to do the next little bit sure since we are moving on to some more traditional patch notes we've got some things to talk about in the crucible as we've already mentioned a couple times trials of osiris your power level requirement to get in is going to be 1210 so not a huge grind to get in there but you can't just you know pick up the game for one game pass free jump in and be there trolling people all weekend they're adding the adept weapons and weapon mod to the flawless chest rewards and there's additional inf information linked to the twa but we aren't going over it because we're never going to see those other than being shot by them many many times yes uh they've made some changes to the maps as well they've added some physical blockers to some out of bounds areas on the ultra flame exodus blue and cauldron so if you've been you know, I'm going to assume jumping, flying around, perhaps as a warlock, you know, AC-130. Maybe that's where <laughs> they put the blockers in, so just be aware. Altar of Flame, Exodus Blue, and Cauldron, there may be places you could go where you can no longer go. There are now physical blockers. So the best advice for that is go in and test it in a private match if you are messing about with out-of-bounds areas before you go into trials, and then you moan at Bungie at the weekend going... I wasn't able to do this because you've put this silly block in the way. So just go and test it first so you know what you're dealing with. Yeah, there's a wall and a door there now, and now I'm sad. Uh, some player identity changes. Ooh. The login screens now have a dark background. Thank that you. That is good. That's, that's possibly one of the best changes coming in Beyond Light. I can't, I, I remember even in Destiny 1, like the number of times I would get up early to go like run a vault of glass with, with the clan before work. And as you're like sitting bleary eyed in front of my TV, I turn on and it's just like, you know, sound that would start and the giant light. And even now it's like, oh, it's the giant light. My entire room's illuminated. Thanks guys. Yeah. So again, dark backgrounds, not a huge thing, but a really nice little just quality of, you know, my life change. Oh, and mine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, my life as the player, not like in-game player, but, you know, real-life human who plays the game change. Uh, they've also updated the full-screen menus to have a dark background style. So again, less eye-blinding, playing in the wee hours, trying to finish that one last thing before the, the season resets or before weekly reset. Your player waypoints now display your season rank and HUD waypoints. And the ad they added a toggle functionality on the character screen, allowing the player to choose between the light and dark subclasses. So character screen visuals will be updated on player choice between light and dark. So we are, you know, really getting light and dark subclasses, plural, more than one. Yeah. This is, you know, divergence at the beginning. I think if you look in the video, when they do select from going from light to dark, the screen darkens in the background where your, your player stands with the sparrow. So, yeah, it's quite interesting that they've chosen to do that as well. It's nice and subtle. I just, yeah, I just love the idea of, you know, having more dark subclasses. We've been, you know, I, I remember the, the theory in D1 about, you know, we're, we're we're the evil. You know, it's all these aliens are the good guys and we're the bad guys. So I just, I don't know. Curious I to get that. About that. I, yeah, I'm just curious to see if there there is any hint of that anywhere. Bungie just plays with that at all. Uh, your character creation, they've changed the selection from male and female to masculine and feminine. The guardian head and hair models have been replaced with improved versions. And several color swatches have been changed to better represent the applied color, and players' previous selections are still used. So, they haven't changed your character. If you're, you know, if your character, no, you, you no, like how I, I think respawn's going to cut in here. I'm going to cut in for respawn. Respawn's going to go. My character's completely changed its look. I don't like it. But respawn, we haven't got there yet. I know, but I'm still angry. Moving oh, on. No. 
Yeah, so what Bungie is saying is they're not going to change your character, but if you've been trying to apply that certain shade of, you know, green, pink, blue, whatever, and it's not quite the color you thought it was, hopefully it should look better now. And check your hairs. They should be better. Uh, some just miscellaneous fixes. They fixed a bug that prevented online friends from showing up in the roster on Stadia for players with more than 100 friends. So, Stadia players, you can now have more friends. They fixed a bug that occasionally prevented players from earning progress on bounties when joining an activity in progress. That's how it got through most things. Come on, that's that's, that's what you do. You see who's in an activity, you jump in on them and go, Hi, I'm here to help, and, and get the rewards. The most notably impacted Iron Banner bounties could cause players to have their artifact power bonus enabled during the Iron Banner matches. So hopefully that should be a fix for the Iron Banner players running around with feeling massively increased power than the rest of us. And there's a few sandbox changes that have somehow missed the sandbox preview. They fell out. They were, they were hidden under a sandcastle. <laughs> the, the Traveler's Chosen, they've reduced the muzzle flash intensity. That's nice. So our, our point of the stag... The point of the stag's max power level is now 1310. Which I think isn't point of the stag an exotic, or am I mistaking it for something else? No, it was the Iron Banner reward, the pinnacle oh, reward for oh, a season. That's right, that's right. But because I was, it I was came a season was, uh, later than some of the other ones, that's people were moaning saying, well, why isn't it, you know, the light been brought up to reflect when it would expire? So Bungie have now done that. That was the that was the bow. Not the, I was thinking of the warlock exotic. Right, yeah, that was the point of the static combat bow they gave us for Iron Banner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, your divinity they fixed a bug that prevented some weapons from dealing precision damage to the divinity cage, such as Ariana's vow. The hunter dodge they've increased the hunter dodge cooldown by a few seconds. So, an example, your tier four, your old cooldown would have been twenty two seconds. It's now twenty six seconds. So. Not a massive change, and again, we we were talking earlier about you know I think it's just to you know to stop people from just absolutely being able to spam you know hunter blink abilities all day every day. So they've made it a little slower, you know, balanced it a bit. But I'm sure this is where respawn will scream for 15 minutes about them changing his hunter and ruining the game for him. Yeah, I mean, when I was listening to DCP earlier today from their recent podcast, they were saying that. They hope that the with the different tiers, because they give the example of tier four, the old cooldown is 22 seconds and the new cooldown is four seconds longer. So it's 26 seconds. So if it was respective of each tier, does it is it just four seconds in each tier that it's kind of then knocked back to see how much, you know, you reduce by if it kind of scales and maybe it's four seconds and then three seconds, two seconds extra for how high you go up with the different tiers until we get there we don't know but like you just said it's mainly i think it's going to be mainly for people kind of spamming that blink ability um they were saying on dcp a lot of people run like i think it's six coyote and a couple of other exotics to kind of get their double dodges and you can kind of dodge so fast in the game if you're really good um so this will kind of bring them back in line with kind of i think how they're meant how it's meant to be not kind of with all the different mods and spamming and different abilities so yeah respawn will probably drop in at some point later on and have a complete meltdown don't know whether we'll leave it in or not only time will tell just like our anti-champion mods the anti-barrier rounds will now penetrate the taken phalanx's shields and all anti-champion mods have now been shifted to armor rather than taking up a weapon slot. 
So I know there's some question about this one on the Ariana's Val. So does that mean because that that had the sort of the inherent ability to do the the anti-barrier breaking that I assume will now stay the same? Yeah, because I think that I mean the way that they the way that it works at the moment is each season we get a very different weapons, don't we? That we can put these perks on. So sometimes it's hand cannon, sidearm. Sometimes it's submachine guns. Sometimes it's auto rifles, things like that. Each season is going to be different. So if you have like the Ariana's Vow with that ability on one of the weapons, you could then potentially put, say, we get scout rifles next season, put that on your arms. And then you've got like, you can have two weapons with the same ability because it's an exotic. And then, you know, any scout rifle. So that's any exotics that it would work on as well. Can't go wrong with that. No. And the orbs of light have been changed to orbs of power, so that they can now be consumed by both the light and the dark subclasses. Although I do think it'd be kind of funny if you try to use an orb of light as a dark subclass and it took some of your super away or did some damage to you or you know, infected you in some way. <laughs> you know that's coming. You know that version <laughs> is coming. And it's going to be a mechanic in a raid that, you know, somebody has to run dark, somebody has to run run light and you can't pick up other people's orbs unless you're that same subclass it's mm -hmm. going to be a raid mechanic in a couple of years time or possibly the deep stone crypt we'll see it's, it's, you know, i mean they were already you know sort of playing with light and dark in the prophecy dungeon and i wonder if yeah you know, i mean again that's they're clearly doing, going down the path of light and dark as just a game mechanic a class everything so you know get get used to yeah light and light and dark changes you need to run light you need to run dark you need to have some light weapons, some dark weapons. It's going to be interesting to see what, how they play with that. Yeah. And uh, again, this week, before we end our patch note preview, we do want to call out to the collectors among you who have been talking about the impending removal of the expired ramen coupons from your inventories. We know this one stings a bit. It's a byproduct of us cleaning up our inventory systems and doing some general maintenance. We do want to provide you a parting gift because before these coupons are tossed into the bin... These coupons can't be redeemed for spicy ramen, but they can just decorate your desktop for as long as you desire. And they have given you a full 4K spicy ramen coupon. Beautiful background to use on all the screens in your life. So if you're still mourning the spicy ramen loss, here's a beautiful background. Use it always. I it It's not about the background. We don't want the replacement. We want the ramen ticket in our inventory in the game now i think it should have been moved to like collections so that it's like a ghost so maybe, you can repull it <laughs> i can repull it out when i want to look at it and then maybe it expires after 24 hours maybe it's something silly like that like you can you can pull it out put it in your inventory and it expires after 24 hours we don't want a 4k resolution background oh you know what we do want though we want oh turn it into a consumable turn it yes, into a consumable yes we want we want a spicy ramen to combat the frozen abilities of stasis yes if you want to not be frozen by stasis get your spicy ramen coupon use it it'll it'll you know it'll last for 30 minutes it, it'll you know make all stasis abilities decrease by x amount or you know make half. the ice yeah half. Quicker. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah it decreases spicy. the abilities by yeah, half. spicy ramen because you've got spicy ramen and you've got stasis Light and dark, spicy and frozen. Come on, guys, make this happen, Bungie. Yeah. 
that, that would make sense. You, you eat your spicy ramen, you've warmed up your tummy, so that if you're going to fight in a crucible match, somebody freezes you with you know stasis, and it, your your timer is halved. It's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. We're gonna patent it. We're gonna copyright it. It's ours. Or just give it to Bungie for free. Bungie, here, use this. Take it, please. Yes. We can't do anything with it. You can. Yes. Give us back the spicy ramen tickets. Spicy ramen consumable. Have it down at the where we collected it in the first place, opposite Ikora. We have to go to the the ramen kiosk to pick them up. I'll I'll throw glimmer at them. I don't mind. Yeah. I'll I'll throw most anything at them because that would just be super fun. Uh, now, well, now, that, now that we've gotten through our spicy ramen, are you ready for November? Yes. Seems we're already in November. It sort of seems like they're trying to give us some sort of sweet business hint because sweet business goes burr. <laughs> and then you run out of bullets eventually. So there's new stuff in the bungee store for you to go and look at. The the, yeah. the fluffy boots look interesting. I'm interested in fluffy boots, although I don't know if I'd be able to wear them. I think I'd want to keep them pristine in the cupboard. I, I wouldn't want to get them dirty. I just sort of assumed the fluffy boots would not fit me because I have large feet as I am a large person. Uh, no, they, they do go up to US size 13, so there's a chance. <laughs> if my fluffy boots don't fit, can I send them back? That's the real question. Yeah. Uh, and... there's, a, there's a record of some Destiny music, some Christmassy jumpers. And just for Blue Screen 42, they've made you an exclusive, um, what should we call it? The statue of the Drifter. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. There's just for you, buddy. There's a part of me that wants to order one of them and send them to send it to his house, and I don't know if it will if I'm going to return to sender with the box unopened. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send it back to you, and the little head will be just like on, on the on the side on the floor. Because <laughs> I think I think this this is like a like a ten inch statue. Like this is a serious statue. This isn't a little like you know guy you can put in your corner. He's he's sort of a you know you put him in the room and everyone's going to notice. Oh, it's so good. Ah, so starting starting November 9th after the upgrade, your arsenal of collectibles and gifts at the bungee store, you know, are going to be there. You also get some free emblems for. You know, purchasing things. Uh, you'll also get the Beyond Light original soundtrack. So the cos- cosmic alignment emblem is going to be available. It's uh, lovely. Uh, you know, looks looks planety. Lots of good orange going on there. Uh, between stars looks like a they, they've they've cracked an an, an uh, engram open and there's little engrams inside. Very purple. Very like honeycomby, hexagony. Mm. And the shattered harmony is. Uh, Looks like a nice gambit green with, you know, again more more honeycomb. I'm 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 sounds like a real like honeycomb theme here. I think there's there's hexagons and bees going to come attack us here at some point. So yeah, just three three new emblems for buying things. So if you're you know say night demon and have to collect all the emblems, here's some more for you to add to your collections. Some of the ones if you have to purchase something, I'm I'm very very rarely do I get them, because um, yeah. So there's a there's a limit. There's a limit. To... There, is, there is a limit. 
Yeah, it, yeah. There have been a lot of ones they've done through. You know, buy anything from the store for this period, and you get. And unfortunately, there isn't like a you know buy you know yeah buy this buy this single for, of music for a dollar or something. So yeah, a lot of those I'm sure people have missed out on if they're trying to collect all of them because I feel like every time they do a refresh or an event or a charity something, there's always an emblem to go with it. I'm messaging the the late one. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say. I kind of looked at like 6 a.m. to see if he was here waiting for us and didn't see didn't see him here in the wee hours. So, No, it's, it's very strange mm-hmm. not to see him here first. Yeah, I was like, we did say 8, right? We did say 8 o'clock, 8 Eastern, 1 UTC. Unless, unless he, t- he turns up in five hours time at 1 p.m. for you. Yeah, in which case I'll say no, no. You, you, didn't, you didn't read the whole know. thing clearly. Also time zones. So parody, there's some maintenance and preload stuff that's going on because there seems to be a little thing that's happening next week before we have the server shut off, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's a little something. I mean, I, I don't know what it could be. There's nothing really going on in the game right now. So, you know, we do have update 3.0.0.1 coming to us, which I assume will, you know, right after we get 3.0.0, which is Beyond Light, which is, again, as a reminder for everyone, you're re-downloading the entire game. Bungie has said, do not delete the game first. That will not make things better. That will not make things quicker. Don't delete the game. But, you know, it is a big, massive download, and they do have the the sizes out there of what you need to re-download. So 3.0 is beyond light, the game. And 3.0.0.1 is going to be our first patch. So next Monday, maintenance for 3.0.0.1 begins. And again, November November 9th. Wait, is this the same exact thing that we've been talking about for days and days? No. What they seem that they're gonna oh, do oh, they're gonna more... do a mini update before they do the big oh. update. So, so they're, they're giving us three oh oh one before they give us three oh oh. Got it. Yes. That makes sense. Very clear, very good. So so what's actually <laughs> so what actually happened this week is that accidentally there was an email sent out to people that play destiny also no hmm. no <laughs> i slept through both of my alarms and literally woke up just now when somebody went raise Bud podcast on the, on my phone and i was like who's buzzing me and I look over and i see you i'm like oh my god what's like what's wrong i'm like the podcast <laughs> my renown <laughs> that's okay. why i sound like i just woke up just literally just did. That's also why it sounds like I'm going through puberty right now. Go get your coffee, go get your breakfast, and come back. And None of us. that's going to be ready for a while. So, no, no, go and do that because Arthur will be here later to give us some law. What I'm saying is the wife is still feeding the baby. So, all that stuff you just said is not going to happen. But I will make you know silence. you are a grown human male person that could actually go and get his own food. I could do that. Oh, yes. Happen. But I've been cooking breakfast for the last few days, and I'm not going to do it today, just out of principle. So not. Mm-hmm. So it said, yes, uh, Guardians, you have less than one week to finish your rank levels and claim the rewards from Season of Arrivals. Be sure to catch the finale of the season and see the conclusion before Beyond Light releases. For more information on what's coming, read the new This Week at Bungie now. So there was a lot of confusion with this email that kind of gone out to people because in the TWAB they didn't detail anything about what's happening at the end of the season. So poor old Luke Smith, our lovely game director, had to go on Twitter and 
and clarify what's actually happening. So somebody said, is there an end of season event? And he says, we have a small event to close out the season of arrivals. We wanted it to be a surprise, but an email accidentally mentioned it. It's nothing too crazy. Just a little time to chill in the tower before the lights go out. See you soon. So a lot of people were thinking, you know, maybe this is going to be very similar to what happened with Fortnite. I think they had like a, a big cataclysm event where a, a meteor hit the the playable space and the servers just completely shut off for I think it was 24 hours, something ridiculous like that. So maybe it's going to be something like that, that we'll all be in the tower, we'll be looking at something. We get a communication from wherever something happens. I'm not going to spoil it because there was something else that somebody said. So if you want to go and see what happens, be in the tower on reset on Monday. And um, yeah, maybe the servers will just shut off just after that. Yeah, we'll see, because we are having that huge, long downtime that, again, giant, massive downtime. Whatever you're trying to do, finish it by the 8th, finish it by Sunday, which you won't hear this by then. But if you haven't heeded our prior warnings, you really you just have no one but yourself to blame. We've I warned you. It. We've told you. Bungie oh, has told yeah. you. Speaking I, of warning, I, mm-hmm. I went through and remember how I told you guys I had all the bounties on all my characters done? Mm-hmm. Well, last night I was with the PC crew and we're talking about getting ready for the raid and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. And me and the other guy are like, oh, yeah, no, we got like, we got all these bounties and whatnot and this and that and the other. And the guy's like, aren't you just going to shoot yourself in the foot? Ah! And I'm like, what are you talking about, Kitty? His name's Kitty, by the way. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, um, well, let's say, for example, you turn in all the gunsmith bounties, right? Or all the crucible bounties from last season. Well, it's going to give you a piece of gear, but it's not going to be powerful because it's from last season. And I'm like, what? Right? And then he goes through and explains all this stuff. And respond. What? When you joined us last week, when Nix was here. Yeah. I went through this all with you because you said, here's this thing that Fuzzco has sent me about how to do different things. And I said, no, you can't do that. Right. Because if you turn in one bounty, it will affect all the other things that you get from gunsmith and you went oh oh my god i didn't realize blah 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 i right. told you a way around that so why are you acting like you don't know because i was half paying attention because i was in the airport and i heard you, you say some bounties me. weren't you worth it right like the planetary bounties which is why i never collected those right but i didn't know it was more than just those you know but there's a way around it you haven't turned them all in have you I had literally zero slots available, and they're like, "You need to turn in the new bounties, and then after." And and I was reading what you said, what you said in the chat, because somebody pointed yeah. out that you listed something in the chat, and you said I everything I told turn, you, basically. Yeah, yeah, and you said turn in all the new ones first, and then turn in the old ones. Well, you can't turn in new ones if you don't have any slots to pick up the new ones, right? <laughs> If you're full, if all 63 slots are full of bounties that you have to turn in, you can't pick up more bounties. So I had to make space for the new bounties so that I can turn those in and then turn in some of the old ones. I still have a page and a half full of bounties. I've only got like 10 slots at the end for new bounties. The rest is reserved for just collecting XP at the end. You know? Yeah. So I had to go and make those corrections and whatnot, but it did tilt me a little bit. I'm like, son of a biscuit, you know? And I knew you were going to scold me for it too. And I knew by telling you this, I was stepping into a scolding. But, you know, it's just, I just, I I had to. 
because, you know, you did say it, and I should have been paying more attention. Darn getting on a plane, right? Um, you stepped into a war with Night Demon. <laughs> and I was vastly unprepared. But yeah, but so. Half the reason that we do this podcast is to inform you of what's going on. And yeah. Making sure that you're on the right path. If you don't yeah. listen to the podcast when we're telling you things on the podcast, it doesn't help. Because it, I know you I, don't it, listen to it like about six weeks later, which is not going to help you six weeks uh, later. Okay, so... As I've spoken to you about this many times before, I do listen. Listening isn't the problem. Retention. The ability to retain the information. Oh, God. So does this mean we're going to go problem. through the same thing next week when you no, go, no, no, I've turned in these no. bounties yeah. and I've messed myself up? It is. No. It's going to be no, exactly the same because, thing. Because before I turn in bounties, I'm going to be like, demon. This is what I have. Demon's not going to be there for you. This is what I need. You, you may be familiar with Panther. This is a new service we're actually going to offer for our top tier Patreon members. Of nineteen, will we'll hold your hand, share your screen with him, and he will walk you through exactly which uh, bounties you, know, you should and if should not. The case, in. I'll be a Patreon to our own podcast. Hold up, where do I sign up? <laughs> we will send you a British man remotely who will walk you through and make you feel good about your life choices and changes in destiny. He will tell you exactly what to turn in, not to turn in, and what you should keep, and scold you in only the most British of ways if you have screwed up. And, and not just that, but when to turn it in, right? Like, no, no, you need to turn in. You need to go do the dungeon after you've done everything else. But why would you do that? Because that's a tier two. Uh, powerful gear, and you want to get that for last to really bump your line up. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Thank you. See, things like that. I do not speak like that. Oh, no, wait. wait, no, I you don't speak, speak like, like that. that. I speak like this. <laughs> Speaking of Phoenix, all right, I need to give a shout out to him because oh. last week, I don't know how much he cut me out because I didn't listen oh to it yet, right? But oh while I was there, I was kind of listening in on Phoenix and, um, Phoenix, he did a great job, in my opinion, of replacing me. And again, I don't know how much he cut out, but like in the very beginning, Phoenix just started yelling random stuff. And Demon is like, Phoenix, you don't need to yell. And he said, but I'm replacing Respawn. And I texted, this kid is a freaking natural. <laughs> it. it was scary. <laughs> Listening back and editing it, how much it was like you when we initially started the podcast. I know! It's, it's like the, sh the shouting, the random stuff. I'm going to tell you a joke here that makes no sense. I, I'm just going to tell you something else that makes no sense. Um, and just randomly talk over parody, which was... It was a nightmare to edit, but, you know. On brand. On I am, brand. I am working on the whole interrupting thing. Working on it, right? Can't do much about the audio, but I'm working on the interrupting thing. Okay. But um yes, just and I, I must great make job, an apology. Phoenix. Great job. I've got to make an apology to the guy that did the review and said, you know, he wishes that respawn didn't interrupt as much. I then go and replace respawn with an even worse version of respawn the following <laughs> week. So I must apologize for that. Uh, Be careful what you wish for. That was amazing. And just and just um yeah we're, we're trying to work out something special for the centennial i don't know if we mentioned it to y'all but if we didn't i'm not going to spoil it no but... i just keep cutting it out oh okay good yeah <laughs> <laughs> just way, in case we don't do anything and it's just way, a, yeah no, an, no, a normal episode no expectation no delivery 
so where where were we before you came in and derailed us oh yeah so like th 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 this world event thing so we'll have a couple Actually, of hours no, this is a good question sorry where are y'all in the twop uh, we are at the bottom we we are right at let's talk let's talk maintenance and preloads we're, we were about to talk about the update 3001 timeframes yes we did do november so oh, we're so just telling people November that on the reset on then, right. Monday, I'm, okay. I'm guessing it's going to be Monday for us, Tuesday for the That'd Australians. Cool. So this is going to be the one before the servers go off. So there'll be a regular update and you'll have mm. a couple of hours. I think you guys, I think we have like about, it's about six hours before it actually been, it's completely shut off because it's like three o'clock in the morning for us. So there'll be some time between the reset and the, the game actually being turned off that something's going to happen. Now, hopefully, it's just going to be after reset. If I log into the tower and go there after an hour, say, and it's an event or a cutscene specifically for me, I'll be quite happy. But if I have to sit in the tower like I did last time and see if there's something happening, I'm not going to be happy because I, I don't want to log into the tower and just sit there. You're a busy man. You've got things to do. You, you you have you have people to walk through step by step which bounties they should keep and delete. No. <laughs> you but you actually do though. <laughs> Your day one raid race is going to be everyone and night even to be like, oh, that's wrong. No, do this here. No, put that there. Oh dear, parody. Where were we with the the update times? Yeah. So so we are getting on Monday. You know, our, we have a maintenance window for three point zero zero one, and uh, I'm not doing all the time zones because I didn't prepare. And uh, Australians, you know, you know, it's the next day for you, right? So somebody put on Monday, our, somebody put the time zone in our band chat. You can link it, in which I just put in in our thing here. But that's for the the Beyond Light release times, not for the actual ah, my bad pre pre day maintenance, the pre gaming, which we yeah, this one we went over last week. But I'll put it in the it's in the podcast info so we can dump on the show notes because it is a nice visual. Here's when things start and stop in daily savings times because the world is dumb. So November 9th, that's Monday, 3.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so that's 6.30 for us on the East Coast, uh, 11.30 UTC or 23.30 UTC because they believe in 24 hours. And Australia, in, you know, the next day, midday, uh, background maintenance for 3.001 begins. Half an hour later, uh, in pre preparation for the downtime, everyone gets kicked out of everything. So by 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, 0000 UTC. So when the time ends in Australia, 14 hours later, you get kicked out of activities. 6 6:50 Pacific, 9:50 Eastern, two you know, about 2:50 in the morning UTC. Uh, sign on to D2 will be disabled. Ten minutes later, Destiny will be brought offline for maintenance. Everyone again gets kicked out of activities. If you weren't in an, in an activity still. And you won't be able to log back on until 9 a.m. Pacific on November 10th. So basically Monday, you're done. Stop playing the game. Finish what you're doing. 6.30 p.m. on the East Coast. 11.30 in London land. Finish what you're doing. 3.001 maintenance begins. At that point, you better be real close to what you're trying to finish because you don't have much time left. Because when the game goes offline, it goes offline. And it will be down until November 10th at 9 a.m. on the Pacific Coast, noon on the U.S. East Coast, 5 p.m. in London, and 4 a.m. in Sydney. And we'll put a link in the show notes that uh, someone on the Destiny 2 Discord has put together on Beyond Light release times across the world. 
if your time wasn't mentioned, eh, you know, it's in there somewhere. Figure out your, your window. And then things don't come back online until uh, November 10th at 12 Pacific, which is 3 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. UTC, and uh, Australia. And then just as a reminder, when the game does go offline and they do make these patches available, that's when you start downloading the game. So you can start downloading the game during this big, long downtime, your 14 hours of downtime. This is when you download your game. Preload for Beyond Light Update 3001 will be available prior to the game's release. Um, Yeah, so beginning November 8th at 8 p.m. Pacific, which is 11 Eastern, 4 a.m. UTC, and uh, midday Australia, users can start downloading the update by going to D2, pressing the Options button, and checking for updates on PlayStation, Xbox, you know, same thing. Uh, Preload for Xbox will begin shortly after the game is taken offline after 7 p.m. Pacific, 3 a.m. UTC on November 9th. Uh, and they'll have instructions on how to set the auto update if you haven't already in the show notes. And PC, um, do what you guys need to do. Steam should do its thing. So again, when the game goes offline, it will update itself. Now your storage requirements. Bungie again has said, do not delete Destiny 2 off your console, off your PC. Don't delete it before you re-download it. They said this will not speed up the process. But for if you're on the Xbox Series S or X, you're looking at about 65 gigs of space. PS5, you're need about 70 gigs of space. PS4, you will need 171 gigs of space. And the reason for the PS4 massive needs, the, the, down, the Destiny 2 install size is 70 gigs. You're going to need 170 gigs for the PS4 because your current install is D2 at 100 gigs plus the update preload at 70 gigs. So 171 gigs of space. So PS4 folks you might need to delete all the things. Xbox One, 65 and a half gigs, same thing as the Series S and X. And PC folks, you're looking at about a 70 gig uh, D2 install, but your storage space is going to be 186 gigs because the PC includes your current installed version of D2, which can be as big as 116 and a half gigs, plus your preload for Beyond Light and 3001 at 69.7 gigs, so almost 200 gigs on the PC. Again, you know, it's in the Twobble link in the show notes, but that's a lot of space. And that and right there, of, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, is why I have a two terabyte additional hard drive inside my desktop just for games and nothing else. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to guess it's because of the, I can't remember what the Xbox calls it there, you know, we update smarter system. Mm. Because the Xbox, the install size is the size you need. Mm-hmm. And PS5, same thing. But then PS4 and PC, you need, you know, basically the new space and the old space all at once. I assume that number will go down once it's installed, but they don't say that here. So I'll let you folks figure that out. But yeah, just be aware if uh, you may need to clear some space if you're installing this. Yeah. But I tell you what, something that Bungie have helped you with there because they, they've cleared some space and mm-hmm. put stuff in the Destiny Content Vault for the end of the season of Arrivals. And if you didn't know, the start of year four and the introduction of the Destiny Content Vault on November 10th, certain items will be deprecated from players' inventories that correspond to vaulted destinations, activities, and campaigns. Players should review our help article. Well, hopefully you have, and hopefully you've got all this stuff done already. But additionally, certain titles will become legacy seals and unavailable to earn at the start of year four. These seals are... A Shadow Rises, Shadow Title, Reckoner, Reckoner Title, Black Armory, 
Blacksmith, Destinations, Wayfarer, Law, Chronicler, Undying, Undying, Dawn, Saviour, Almighty, Almighty, Arrivals, Forerunner, Moments of Triumph 2020, MMXX. Are you having a stroke? No, 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 no. no I'm just reading out all the, the seals and the title that goes along with them. But no stroke. So players should be sure to equip the following titles before November 9th at 7pm PST. That's 3 o'clock in the morning UTC. I think that's about 2am for the UK. Um, if you don't do that, they will be unavailable to earn. So basically, go into it, click it to say, yes, it's working, put it on a character, then you can change it back over to something else. It's just making sure that you've clicked the button to say, yes, you've acknowledged you've got this. Along with, you know, any triumph that you've earned recently, go in, all those little badges that are flashing at you, click on all of those because that might bump your, your triumph score up. Just get rid of them, get it all sorted and get it done before the reset on Monday. So you're not worried about it. Yeah, claim all the things or they'll go away and then you'll be sad. Super like the Bungie sad. Rewards. They're going away respawn as well. Oh. So with the release of Beyond Light on November 10th, certain Bungie rewards will no longer be available to earn. These include the Eclipse Sunset and the Sunset Emblems, the Year of Shadow Keep artifact coins, the Moment of Triumph t-shirt, the Raid Ring, the Prophecy Dungeon hoodie, and the MMXX seal and Forerunner seal. Players should be sure to earn these rewards by November 9th at 7pm PST, and claim these rewards from the Bungie Rewards page before November 13th. So you've got until next Friday to kind of sort that out if you do earn them. Yeah, claim all the things, do all the things. And uh, don't be like parody. And if you have an entire, like, you know, infamy rank or glory rank or something sitting there for reset, claim that before the season ends. Otherwise, you lose it. Bad. And that's the TWAB. That's it. TWAB, TWAB, Beyond TWAB, is... TWAB, 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 TWAB. Within our grasp of Malak, Oof. which Night Demon is already farming for in his head. Huh? Oh, yeah. Arf. Sad, sad little Arf. So I see you've you've put a bunch of uh oh. and actually before we get to that. Actually, we can we can keep that for our tips, tricks, builds, and guides. And actually, do you do you have many this week, or shall we mention Hi. our farewell to our to our buddy Greg now? Uh, who who? Greg. Greg is going away. Greg who? Greg the ogre. Wow. Oh, Greg. The thing that I misspoke. Who like the night was? Not, not, not Chad. <laughs> Chad, I assume still here. Yeah. yeah. I, kept call, is, I kept calling. I kept calling the unkillable. You know night greg or whatever yeah the actual greg is going away no more test dummy for us yeah greg the ogre is also going to go into the vault with the rest of titan
So I see you've also put a bunch of, uh, you put some human minds and mechanical bodies. Night Demon, you're, you're at the cusp of major breakthroughs, <clears throat> making this a reality? No, 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 no. So this was something that was posted on Twitter from Destiny the Game. And it looks to be a small little trailer for the raid. This is what people are saying anyway. And it's literally security cameras around an area that we're probably going to explore. Not sure whether it's the Deepstone Crypt or whether it's on Europa or whether it's both. Um, but it looks like Clover Spray exoscientist skeleton stuff. And towards the end of the video, it zooms in on an exo that's just like motionless. And then as it kind of cuts in various little flicks, uh, as the it's only like a, a 60 second trailer, it goes from an, an exo that's just got glowing white eyes to a red background with a red glow underneath it. And then finally, the, the kind of this dead exo with bits hanging off and its skull kind of exposed before it kind of the TV kind of shuts off or the, the security cameras shut off. And I thought it's quite interesting. So, so it is the crypt, right? If you, it, look, it's chronological sequence, right? Crypt when it opened, got the exo all light and shiny. And then the crypt when it closed, you have the exos that were going crazy. And then you have the dead exos in the crypt that were killed, right? So it's chronological. Obviously, this is the Deepstone Crypt. Can't be anything else. I'm just saying words. Obviously. <laughs> Respawn says it's so it's obvious. Glad you agree. Now, so we have to liberate our brethren from the crypt. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, no, hmm. that one is dead. There's no liberating that. Uh, Robots never die. They can be rebuilt stronger, better, faster, mm -hmm. angry. So where's Gate 6 then? Uh, mm -hmm. Not in the crypt. Mm -hmm. no. Also this week, did I'm you guys know that there was another ARG that went live for Destiny? Uh, I don't know what I ARG do. is. Alternate re reality game. I did hear that because, yeah, Pan was texting me that people who ordered the, the pre, you know, the collector's edition got a code or a URL link that went live and there's sequences or something that he yeah. was telling me about. So apparently anybody that ordered the physical collector's edition, you got like law books and pages and things. And in that there were certain different codes and this ARG went live on, I think it's on the Bungie website and you enter your code and then you're kind of part of the sequence. Uh, there was a bit of an error at the beginning of the week and Bungie had to reset it, but it's all kind of working now. So if you owned the, the physical collector's edition, somewhere in there, I'm not entirely sure, there is a code that you can go and enter and be part of this community that are trying to solve this puzzle. And Paul Tassie over at Forbes on DCP this week said that he thinks that it's probably going to be law pages because in the the physical collector's edition, the law book that you get that looks like there's pages that have been torn out that kind of complete the story of Clovis Bray. So it's possible that it is just kind of more law that's going to be released just before beyond light. Um, or it, you know, it could be something else, but it, he doesn't think it's going to be on the grander scale of like uh, the bastion where we were kind of trying to figure out the different puzzle and go and run through the different maze. It's not as big as that. It's just kind of this little thing because it doesn't involve the whole community because you had to have pre-ordered this physical thing, which is a bit of a pain. But um, So would it be yeah. one of those things like out in the real world, they found a like an actual thing? No, that was a that was a different game that they were playing. No, 
for death. Hold on. Yeah, but I mean, they've done stuff like that before. I mean, Bungie has a long history of this with the I Love Bees stuff they did with Halo. So yeah, I mean, there could very well be a physical component to this. May you know, and we're sort of assuming not because it's sort of limited to these collector's editions, and it's you know just a, another puzzle to solve. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it could there could be a physical component? We don't know yet because. You know they're still working on it. Are, are they? Is it? Is it the raid secrets? Um, yeah. Reddit were there. So yeah. So yeah. So on Reddit, the raid secrets Reddit is the ones. You know, usually again diving into secrets and puzzle solving. I know they were the ones that community was real involved with the the puzzles around. Uh, you know, running through the the thing with Saint fourteen and figuring that whole thing out. So that's where the nerds are putting their collective brains together. Mm-hmm. So if you if you do have this and are interested, you know, go submit your submit your code or link or whatever it is you need to do and help them solve whatever this is or, or sit back and wait for them to do the hard work and then go, Oh, cool. <laughs> like Speaking of nerds, welcome to the show. Not off. Oh, he just called you a nerd. nerd. <laughs> He's our loner. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> He's not listening to you. Damn it. No. He's not even here. He, no. he just popped in, a, popped in, and buggered off. Buggered off. Hello. Can, I can't hear anything. Can you hear me? Well, oh, see, no. si, Senor. No, we can't hear you either. We can hear you. Uh, we can hear you, but we can't tell you that, so it doesn't really do any of us any good. <laughs> oh, respawn. We we haven't had your hot take just um, yet. What of the hunter nerf that's coming? Listen. <laughs> First off, do you know what he's talking about? Yes, about how we're it's taken an extra three seconds for us to be able to use our dodge. At, oh, yeah, that's it. Go at, at full time. So, um, it look the nerf. I, I don't like the nerf. The nerf is stupid. The nerf is dumb. Hunters need any and every advantage we can have against titans and warlocks, right? Especially since. I didn't see any mention of top tier solar warlock tree nerf, by the way, Bungie. Just why the hunters? Huh? Why aren't you doing anything to the top tree solar warlock? Hmm? 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 Warlocks don't play PvP. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like so, um, you know, I have a problem with that, right? Because once again, they're attacking hunters unjustly, right? But what I really have a problem with is Fallout. Fallout saying that it is the best, the best PvP ability in the game. The best, by the way. He keeps saying the best. What, your dodge? Yes. Yeah, Fallout says it's the best PvP ability. Well, I wouldn't argue with Fallout then. Fallout knows everything. Uh, Fallout is very wrong in this case. You know, Is that because he's not a hunter main? Yes. It sure feels like the best thing in the game. It's not. You know, the best thing in the game is one-shot melees! Oh, God. Which you can dodge away from. But no, now you can't. Well. You really can't. You really can't. That, that's not a thing. If we're on the ground, unless we have that blink dodge, which would make us invulnerable, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe, then I would agree with Fallout. But... If it's if it's the freaking Titan, you know, one shot melee that an insurmountable skull fort will give you. Oh, I don't know. In- All the time since respawn was edited out by his own microphone again. 
<laughs> you know, I was just yeah, saying, especially if you're talking Harry about the yet. insurmountable infinite of yeah. them. Okay. That's so it is definitely you. not the freaking best in the game. Fallout. Liar. So is this all you're moaning about is the fact that Fallout says it's the best thing in the game and you got a nerf? Have you no. actually got any, anything constructive to add to it? Well, there's or is it just a moan? To say. It's, it's, an, it's an additional three seconds at full at full reset, right? Not including if you spec into mobility. Obviously, if you spec into mobility, that three seconds becomes like a half a second or some nonsense, right? Not noticeable. But um, at full charge, yeah, no, it's, it's a noticeable thing, you know? And, you know, it's just, it is unfair that they're targeting hunters once again without nerfing anyone else. And I do have a feeling it's because of that new exotic that's coming out, right? I think that's why Bungie did it. And, you know, I was really looking forward to really spamming that blink dodge. <laughs> and this is Bungie's solution to that. So, devil's advocate here. Do I understand why they did it? Yes. Am I happy that they've only touched hunters? No. I love it when you play devil's advocate to your own argument. Well, I mean, I don't want to be too biased. We only have one devil. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, what's your opinion yeah. on Ox's the... not a devil. What's He's your opinion on the hunter nerf? Or the, the change to the dodge? Is it as bad as Respawn is making it out to be? I don't think it is. Two seconds isn't a lot. Three. Three. Four. Oh, it's three now, is it? It's yeah. four seconds I've... at tier four. Oh, four seconds. Even worse! Well, that thing that I now we're saying is... They give that as an example, but is that a four-second increase across the board, or does I assume that's going to go? You know, it'll Damn. be it'll be yeah, it, it'll be based on what the tier is. Your your tier ten and tier one you know, changes right will be four seconds. You should yeah, if you spec into your dodgeability, then you should be able to bring it down. So what's the issue then? Well, but it's there's... probably not going to be what it is at the moment. I think that's what the issue. They've they've gone right tier four. It's going to be four seconds. So, you know, maybe as it scales up that it's not going to be as bad. So if you if you spec into like you've got tier 10 mobility, it will go down to an extra one second added on. But then the other scale, if you've got no mobility, that it's an extra 10 seconds that's added on. If you see. Yeah. I mean, we also have builds that, that give us, you know, infinite melee, infinite dodge. Right. But you have to do one right next to the other. I mean, we have ways around that. That's why I'm not, you know, like, ah, oh, good. Evil, you know, I mean, it <laughs> sucks that we're the only ones that get nerfed, but I mean, we have ways around it if you really want to spec into that dodge. So, off just before you turned up, or when you did turn up, I called you a nerd because you're our law nerd. Yeah, I'll turn up. There you go. So, welcome back to the show after a little hiatus. Yeah, things have been busy. So, off. We, we've gone for a, a mega episode of law, which I hope you've done right. with with some law this week. No, I'm completely unprepared. Good, because I'm just about to insert your law that you've already recorded. So this is not our fast law that he's finished off the books of sorrow that we've been listening to over the last couple of weeks. Right. Um, so go ahead and enjoy that, and then when you come back. We've got some new lore because I've got some more stuff to tease for Beyond Light. Well, it's 
It's not so much law. It's a basic background of the elixir or That'll the fallen as we better know, know them. Now, in particularly, I, I thought in particular, I thought it'd be better to have a bit of a look at Varix, get to know who he is, and especially Aramis as well. But to understand these two, you need to understand a bit more about the history of the elixir. Mm -hmm. So there you go. there's your tease to come back and listen to the other part of the podcast. Book 5, verse 0. Interdict, simulate, worship. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to salt my meat with your briny little thoughts. I'm going to cook your flesh on your broken, molten hull. Insinuate, subvert, replicate. This ship is my throne. You want to take it from me. You want to fill it up with your own sport and use it for your abstract purpose. But I defy you. Observe, imitate, usurp. You will never be what I am. Simulate me, wretch. Calculate the permutations of my divinity. Computate the death in the shape of my throne. Render my shadow on the stone of 10,000 graveyard worlds. It will never be enough. I hold the tablets of ruin. I speak to the deep. Not with a galaxy of thinking matter could you encompass me. Behold. Unknown. Enigma. Shortfall. Abort. Halt. Abort. Book 5, verse 1. End of a failed timeline. By now, Coyer knows it can't win. There's something pathological about the world inside Oryx's ship. It resists analysis with hot, dead spite. And Oryx himself is irreducible. He refuses to to obey Courier's simulations. He crashes around, sowing chaos. He grabs submines and compromises them with some kind of ontological weapon. Paracausal systems, very problematic. Courier is trying the religious tactics it evolved in the Hive Manifold, but even on those terms, Oryx is strong, so strong. Courier won't be able to pr protect its gates much longer. The closest Koira got to simulation of Oryx is a best-guess bootstrap. It's wrong. Koira's sure of that. It's Oryx, minus the symbiote organism, minus the wings and morphs, minus the weapons, minus the power. Not good for anything. Koira manifests that simulation anyway, just to see what happens. The Taken King marching on Koira's Hydra hull, armed with blade and magic cloaked in ancient cloth, and the universe wails in horror around him. Koira's physics models, and toy worlds choke and crash. Koira observes, alert and attentive as a single quark splits on the tip of Oryx's sword. From within the Hydra hull, Koira's tiny knot Oryx speaks. What are you, it says. It's manifesting terror and awe. Oryx's eyes blaze with curiosity that is entirely isomorphic with hate, with voracious hunger. Orash, he says, in his hive language, you made me as I was. You made a tiny Orash. Ha! Koira updates the simulation's name. Orash is curious. You're me? You're me as I become? Oryx kneels. His blade is on his left shoulder. Koira is firing every available weapon at him, but his wards don't break. 
He looks into Corio's senses through the hammering fire and he says, Child, I have everything you wanted. I am immortal. I know the great secrets of the universe. I have scouted the edges of the darkness and I have chased the lying god down galactic arms in, in a howling pack of moons. In my fist I carry the secret power that I will rule. In my worm I bear the tribute of my court and of my children, the hope-eater, the weaver and the unraveller. And with this tribute I smash my foes. I am Oryx, the Taken King. I am Almighty. Koira samples the Teox intelligent retrieved from the Ecumen Gate. There are useful names. It feeds them to the simulation. What about your sisters, Orash asks his future self. Sithona, Zyro, are they with you? The Taken King's fangs glint. That sound might be a laugh or a hiss. Koira shuts down its weapons and puts all its spare resources into sending telemetry to the Greater Vex. There will be points in space and time where this data is vital, where there will be a great project undertaken in a study of ontological power with this throne space. Where are my sisters? Orash shouts. What have you done with my people? What have you done? But Oryx's fist is full of black fire, and the next thing Koira sees is a light like stars. Book 5, verse 2. Strict proof eternal. I have a gift for you, says Oryx. Savanthan Witch Queen looks at him with dry wariness. Is it the sword logic? I need to go into the deep and take your power for myself. Their echoes move along the war moons, walking together on the hull of a 2,000-year-old warship. Savanthan's fleet has assembled here in preparation for assault on the gift mast. The deep is headed that way, on the trail of its prey, and the hive will be its vanguard. It's a vex I captured. Coira, blade transformed. It made an attempt to puncture my throne. I thought you might enjoy studying it. Oryx pauses, digesting. Through the bond of lineage he can feel Crota killing, worlds and worlds away. It tastes like sweet fat. Koira contains a Vex attempt to simulate me. It might generate others. You, perhaps, or Zivurath. I've left it some of its wills of its own so it can surprise you. I suppose it'll blow up and kill me, Savanthan grouses. Or let the machines into my throne where they'll start turning everything into clocks and glass. If it kills you, then you deserve to die, Oryx says with a quiet thrill. A happy thrill, because it is good to say the truth. I don't have strict proof yet, you know. Savanthan strokes the void with one long claw, and space-time groans beneath her touch. This thing we believe, that we're liberating the universe by devouring it, that we're cutting out the rot, that we're on course to join the final shape. I haven't yet found Strix's eternal proof. We might yet be wrong. Oryx looks at her for a moment. Just a moment. He is nostalgic. He is sentimental. He thinks, imagines the years behind us. The things we've done, and yet being old doesn't feel like a scar, does it? It hasn't left me dull. I feel alive. 
alive with you, and every time I step back into this world from my throne, I feel like I'm two years old again, at the bottom of the universe, looking up. But he says, sister, it's us. We're the proof. We, the hive. If we last forever, we prove it. And if something more ruthless conquers us, then the proof is sealed. She looks back at him with the eyes like hot needles. I like that, she says. That's elegant. Although, of course, she has had this thought before. Book 5, verse 3. I'd shut them all in cells. Pray in sacrifice, uttered by Ziva Wrath, God of War. Harmony. When the traveller passed across Harmony, it lied to the orbits of ten worlds. Now they orbit the black hole. The traveller lied to the accretion disk so it would give them warm light to these worlds. The traveller lied to the accretion disk so it would give warm light to these worlds. The gift mast. When the traveller left Harmony, it made a monument out of the black hole's polar jet. In the jet, there is a hollow mast which sings out radiance. This is the gift mast, and we will devour it. We will eat the sky out of it. We will snap it like a bone. The Harmony Sting The Harmony have weaponized their dead star. They can stimulate the accretion disk to fire relativistic plasma jets. We will take the sting. We will unit, use it to burn their worlds. I will grant one temple of tribute to the first ascendant to kill a world. Oryx. I will have the Gismas to feast on. I will have it first. I am Zivu Orath, and all war is my temple. Beware, daughters of Oryx, for they make and unmake with ease. Savanthan. The deceitful sister will be distracted by Arcana and the song of the black hole. Treat her broods with contempt. The traveller. We chase it and we will devour it. The deep will rule the cosmos. The dragons. Our gods should be ours alone. Their smug freedom is an insult to me. I'd shut them all in cells. Bring them to me. Book 5, verse 4. The Gift Master. The gif mast, it towers above this star system like a monument to treason. It beams with silver light, it sings a radio lullaby made of soothing lies. In its light lives the harmony, and they are now our prey. Now arrives Ziva Orath at the head of her mighty armada. She fights the harmony for fifty years with strategies and discipline, but the harmony turns to dragon wishes and their wishful bishops wrestle Zivu in the ascendant plane. Zivu falls into deadlock. Next arrives Savanthan, flanked by her chorus and her celebrants. They trick their way onto the Anna Harmony in disguise, so they might vivisect those these dragons. The Wormar God laughs and laughs. For a hundred years Savanthan keeps secret covens among the Harmony. But first of all was Oryx, whose brood grew in secret places in the rubble of the accretion disk. The first navigator sends rocks and comets to crash into the Harmony worlds, so that Harmony fleet will be disarrayed. He sends cedars to infiltrate the Harmony worlds with his broods. Here at the centre of the fifth book, the Hive have grown so mighty that it has made the annihilation of all false life routine. Zivorath kills the wishful bishops, and Savanthan achieves some secret purpose, and Oryx's court tears down the gift mast. The Harmony people will wail in terror, and they throw themselves into the silver lakes of Anna Harmony to drown.
Come, saith Oryx, eat of this gift mast, for I am a generous god. Of its pieces I claim only two out of every five. The mast is full of the light of the traveller. It is full of the marrow, taste of the sky. All who eat of it are filled with the ecstatic certainty that they serve a great and necessary purpose. Then saith Savanthan, siblings, listen, we must part ways a while, so that we may grow different. She flies her war moons into the black hole. Her throne becomes different. Saith Zivorath, King Oryx, you take up too much space. Your power constrains too many choices. I must go away from you. She flies her war moons away into the night. Her throne is barred shut. Then Oryx was alone. He spent a while in thought, and those thoughts are recorded here. Book 5, verse 5. Apocalypse refrains. This is our message to the things that we kill. A species that believes that a good existence can be invented through the games of civilizations and through the laws of conduct is doomed by that belief. They will die in terror. The lawless and the ruthless will drag them down to die. The universe will erase their monuments. But the one that sets out to understand the one true law and to perform worship of that law will by that design gain control over their future. They will gain hope of ascendance and by their ruthlessness they will assist the universe in arriving at its perfect shape. Only by eradicating from ourselves all this clemency for the weak we can emulate and become that which endures forever. This is inevitable. The universe offers only one choice and it is between ruthlessness and extinction. We stand against the fatal lie that a world built on laws of conduct may ever resist the action of the truly free. This is the slavery of the traveller, the crime of creation, in which labour is wasted on the construction of false shapes. If you choose to fight us, fight us with everything you have, with all your laws and games. We will prove our argument thus. Book 5, verse 6. I art, I art, I art, I art, I art. All is well, I art. What is at war is healthy. What is at peace is sick. My son Crota feeds me rich, rich tribute. My lineages are strong, my worm is vast and sated. And with that security I can spend my time on study and communion with the deep. As I learn more secrets my power grows. As my power grows I use it to learn more secrets. I art. Let it be thus, because it must. I wonder if my sisters have secrets of their own. If my power exceeds theirs, I may kill them permanently, and subsume their thrones. But I think they may have strength that they hide from me, developed in a time of separation. I art. The only meaningful relationship is the attempt to destroy. Savanthan asks if I am as much a slave of the deep as my taken. She asks what price I pay for my power. I am not taken. The hive is not the deep. 
The Deep doesn't want everything to be the same. It wants life, strong life. Life that lives free without the need for a habitat of games to insulate it from reality. When I'd make my Taken, I make them closer to perfect. I heal their wounds and enhance their strengths. This is inherently good, I art. The only right is existence. The only wrong is non-existent. I am Oryx, the first navigator, the Taken King, I art. Let me be what I am, because to be anything else would be fatal. Book 5, verse 7, Forever and a Blade I am considering returning to the Fundament, learning what became of the God Wave, and the Tungsten Monoliths, and the continents which were, the, which were all that remained of my people's primal home. But I know what became of all that. It became me. I am the heir of Fundament, the immortal descendant of those ten-year krill. I asked a question, how can we live in the universe long enough to understand it? And I learned the answer, which is written here in, these, in this book. I learned that I had to become the most ruthless of all. I don't know where the darkness, which is the deep, came from, nor the traveller that, that I hunt, but I will learn. I will learn. This is my inheritance, my estate, eternity, infinity, the whole universe beneath my sword. This is what I rule, forever and a blade. Book 5, verse 8, Worm Food What will happen when I, if I die? It suits me to consider this, for I am, great, for I am a great ally of death. My daughters study the quiddity of death, and my son practice the inhibition of death. And my great work is, in ultima, to become synonymous with death, to die and in that dying live, so that the universe comes to nothing. I will be part of that nothing. So welcome back. You've now listened to the, the Books of Sorrow stuff. Now Arf is going to continue with all his other stuff. So what, what do you three know about the houses of the Elixney? There they are fight still. a lot. And, <laughs> and they fight and they argue over who wants to be in charge of all of them. Mm, yeah. They want yes, to be the united. They, they want to be united, but they can't seem to find a unanimous leader. They thought they had one in, was it civics? Was it civics that we had? Civics perfected. No, no, well, you know, that, that's the, the thing. You, the you, you, the machine you, you, boss was that septics? No, civics, septics, septics. septics. No, that's There's a lot of S's, there's a lot of them, <laughs> right? In an Elixney house, you've got the command structure of your Kel, which we all know, which we all like killing. Um, and then you have your prime servitor, which is basically a robot, and they treat it as a god. Um, because because it's a machine and they no, worship machines no, and it's because, a traveler. No, because what does it do? Because Stone Cold said so. No, no, <laughs> no. This this part of the makes, lore I know. Makes, they it worship it because it does. There you go. That's why they it worship works. it as a guy. It, it is a machine, and they worship machines, and it makes their life giving ether. There you go. Um, and then you have your Archon. Which is basically almost your preach, which, um, your priest, 
for want of a better word, he he maintains he maintains the um, the prime servitor and the ships, and then you have your your baron and baronesses down to your captains, and then down to your vandals and dregs. So that is that is the basic command structure of a an elixir house. Now the original houses. So we have House of Wolves, which was mostly destroyed in the Wolf Wars. Uh, they served as they served with the Awoken with uh, Marasov as their uh, Kel for a long while until they believe Marasov was is dead and then they abandoned her. Oof. You got House Exile, which I believe is actually mostly on the moon. All those weird fallen you find on the moon. House of Judgment, which there is only one elixir left of House Judgment, and we all know and know him well of uh, Varix. Yeah. Uh, House of Kings, we destroyed them in the Taken King mostly. Right. House of House of Scar, haven't seen them at all. It's presumed they were lost in the Whirlwind when the uh, Elixir homeworld was destroyed by the Darkness. So what what's the Whirlwind? Whirlwind is the event of when the Darkness came to consume. I say consume. It's more than likely it was. It was more than likely the hive that got there first um because the, the another house is the house of stone which is theorized this could be the one of the commanding houses in, in in the old ways they they stayed behind they stayed behind to uh, to fight to allow all the other houses to escape and they were completely wild, uh, um wiped out and there is a bit in the law where chelchis uh, Kell of House of Stone was actually taken by Oryx. Then we go on to House of Winter, which was mostly destroyed by Guardians again. They, they've joined up with the Wolves. Um, House of Devils, uh, mostly destroyed in the Seaver Crisis. There is remnants, but remnants remaining. House of Rain, we've, come, we've not come across them a lot. We only really came across them in... Is it Season of the Worthy, where, where we rescued Sake 14 from the... Um, the time stream i think so yeah yeah and that's all the whole oh, and house of dusk as well uh which we mostly destroyed in forsaken now most of these houses are, have been either scattered or destroyed completely right everyone's heard of mithrax yep and they yeah um he's been rumored to be working as with us now he has formed his own house these are the new houses now what we're talking about he's He's created the House of Light, which is... For those that don't know him, he's the one that we rescued when we had that choice to... From the enemy of my enemy. Yeah. Yes. We we could have uh, killed him, or we could have actually killed him and the uh, Hive captain that we... The the Hive knight that we're actually fighting in the first place. Yeah. Um, I personally, I sort of took a step back and was sort of looked at him, and he didn't shoot me, and I stood there for the and thinking, why, why is he not shooting me? And then, right, and then he just disappeared. And I'm like, oh, okay. After I'll doing that, that ceremonious bow that they do, that that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we have the house. Well, it's called by a few names now. It's the House of Dark, or or Salvation. Now, this consists of the remnants of. Of the houses, mainly of wolves, devils, and dusk. Um, a lot of dusk also split into the house of light as well. Now, the the kel for this house is Aramis, the ship stealer. 
She's a former former fallen baroness of uh, House of Wolves. Uh, she was captured in the Wolf Wars and uh, held in the um, Prison of Elders for a long time uh, under VIP 2029. Sorry, not Wolves, Devils. She was captured and imprisoned in the uh, in Prison of Elders during the Reef Wars with the Awoken. Now, she escaped during a mass breakout, which was in Forsaken that we know about where Cade died. And she she rallied the fallen traditionalists and all and all the houses formed the house house of salvation house of dark whatever you want to call it, um, and then that leads us on to the outbreak perfected mission, where she tried to steal the remnants of Siva, uh, which was believed to be held in the outbreak perfected right. um, pulse rifle in the zero hour mission. Now we only see Aramis right at the end. In the boss fight, mm-hmm. but right. she actually she actually escapes this and carries on ca- and carries on doing what she's doing, and that that then brings us right up to where she is now on Europa. She, we've seen uh, what we like on spoilers. Spoilers on here. Uh, we could we could put a big siren and say that there's going to be spoilers. Well, it'd be a good time to put it in now. I've got a quick question. So in the outbreak mission at the end, that isn't Eremis that we're fighting. That's a different Kel, isn't it? That's Sepix. Okay. So she Sepix was a servitor. Yeah, I thought it was a servitor. Oh yeah, you're right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I can't remember the name of the boss that we fight at the end on the like the in the hangar. I've only, I've only done that recently as well, and I was, I was too busy trying to stay alive. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of, you, you're not fake. So was she on the ship that kept dropping all the servitors? Was, from what I understand, she's she's actually either either the boss or in that ship dropping down to actually help help steal the receiver that's there contained within. Or she can't be the boss because we killed the boss. We didn't like let the boss go. The boss is, is dead. Dunzo. Game over, man. Yep. Well, her mission is to end the Fallen's dependency on Ether. Right. Now, caution, spoilers now, because if you if you remember the game, the is it the Vidoc? I believe it's the Vidoc. We see her smash her sort of prime servitor. Yeah. And she destroyed yep. it. Yep. Now, this is because the darkness is maintaining now, so they don't actually need Ether. A bit like this is why this is why they're originally trying to get the the idea. The light in the oh no in in the Siva crisis. This is why they uh, they adapted themselves with Siva, so they could actually not rely on the actual um, servitors and the ether ether production. So right. then they could actually be whatever they need to be, and they can rebuild the houses. Now Mithrax is completely different. He's trying to rebuild the houses in. A bit more a, tra- a traditional way, and go back to the I- original ways of the Elixni. You notice I say Elixni now are not fallen because right. didn't, the 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 Elixni were quite a noble people. They became fallen after the light left them, right? That's right, and they right. Ch- basically they chased the traveler across the galaxy, and they almost became pirates. Is that when they became reliant on the ether? Were they reliant when they were the lit? They were they were reliant the on the ether before, right? They didn't need the servitors because it was in their atmosphere. Okay. 
It's a bit like if you look at in the case of humans and awoken, it's a bit like us trying to find our way to end a dependency on oxygen, almost. Right. Okay. In, but in the elixir, but in the elixir's case, it's a bit. It's a, it's a food as well as it's all life giving. Okay. It's their food. Um, it's their air. It's their everything. It's it's what makes yeah, up their a, their their biome, I guess. Yes. Okay. Which is why I never understood why Saint Fourteen keeps on going on about how they eat children. Because Saint Fourteen, he's 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 been through a traumatic experience. Okay, you got to give him cause for PTSD at this point, I believe. Yeah, I think that's a fair fair whack. Like, if you when when we first came across Saint Fourteen in the. Uh, in the infinite forest in Curse of Osiris, the amount of dead Vex next to him, he must have had a hell of a party. So he he's definitely got some PTSD there, man. You got to give yeah. him some kind of leeway when it comes to the things that he says. Yeah. You can't eat robots. They're very crunchy and not very nourishing. Uh, right. I don't know. I mean, the drifter ate his ghost, right? So, I mean. Just give me a second. I was hoping to be completely prepared with this, but I'm just trying to find the fallen, pro- fallen prophecies. Ooh, if you were completely exciting. prepared for a podcast, you would be the first. You'd, you'd be on somebody else's you know, in the history of our show. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be ah, somebody else's podcast. Yeah. Okay. Right. I've got the two sections now. I've actually, I've actually managed to find them quite quickly. I was quite surprised. Nice. And this one's called a Dragon Promise. There's a story, old as time, of he who could catch the stars. Unnamed and eternal, the star catcher would lead the fallen, rising from the lowest station to the highest exalted peaks. It is a fairy tale allowed to persist by the four-armed to keep the docked hopeful, placated, even the low may one day ascend. The myth, fairy tale, or a prophecy of what will be. It is best not to take chances. After all, one can't reach across the block to claim dominion over 10,000 stars with 10,000 arms if they die here now with only two. That's from uh, the House of Wolves law book. And this is, this is about the Kell of Kells. This is also links into, into the previous one. Petra, so any other fallen houses hiding he'll try to convert? Varricks. May try, he may seek to gather the exiles, but they will not follow. They follow, follow none. No Kel, no Archon. Petra, what about this House of Rain, the prophecy you keep quoting? Varric's House of Rain, lost in whirlwind, no survivors, but I keep their prophecies. You think may, uh, many claim to, claim to be Kel of Kells, but none have. House judgment, closest thing to peace, the fallen ever know. Petra, maybe you are Kell of Kells. Eric's distracted by a screen. Looks like Skolas returns to Venus. Petra, I'll find the Guardian. Uh, basically, um, he could he could catch the stars. Is basically is this is a prophecy, actually predicting who about the Kell of Kells. Now, this is where we go into House Judgment. Whereas uh, the only person of house judgment left alive is is Varric. Now they have a slightly different setup than the rest of the houses because they live among the others. They are the peacekeepers, the lawmakers, or they were, and they try and hold the houses together. Now with only Varric's remaining, he doesn't know what to do. So 
He was first associated with the House of Walls and then served the Awoken as the Warden of the Prison of Elders. Now, he remained loyal to the Awoken even after Mara was believed to be dead to run the Prison of Elders with Petra. Now, he continued to do this until Aldrin Sov and Fickrell were, and all the barons were imprisoned there by Cade and Petra. And they were completely... And he, he didn't know... He, he oversaw this for a long while and then he, so, he saw no other way. So he decided to declare himself Kell of Kells and basically click the unlock button and release everyone causing the events of the Forsaken campaign and the death of Cade Six. I've got a question for you. So was this a knock-on effect from us completing the Prison of Elders? Because with the, I think that, was that the House of Wolves where we had to fight Skolas at the end? And he declared himself Kell of Kells, hadn't he? Yeah, and... He already had, yeah. But we, we killed him at the end of the Prison of Elders. Yeah, which that kind of then left the position open for Varric well, no, to then no, try and claim or it's, not? It's a, prof- it's a prophecy. People, dec- until they've actually united all of the houses, it can't be Kell of Kells. It can be a Kell. Yeah, but because, be because it, 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 it's like because not, not everyone bows down to them. It's like lords and a king, right? Each Kell yeah. would be a lord and the Kell of Kells would be the king. No, no, I, I, I understand all of that. But in Destiny 1, Skolas, when hmm. he appeared, he declared himself Kell of Kells and he was yes, trying he to, he was reuniting all the houses. That's why, though, we were fighting. He, he was against. using that title to try to unite the houses. He wasn't actually yeah. the Kell of Kells because the houses weren't united. There yeah. can't, like, there there can't be a Kell of Kells. He was just saying that as 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 a as a as a rally point propaganda tool to to unite the houses. You know. Well, so it sounds like Varix did exactly the same thing. Varix, like, no, Varix doesn't do that. Varix, he wants he wants them to be united, right? He actually, but, did did he? He did. He did declare himself the Kell of Kells. Oh, okay. My bad. It's like that spot was left open. Oh well, there's nobody else to fill it. I might as well fill it. Like I said, he flicked the switch, opened up the the whole of the prison, and completely chaos but ensued. Let me just read you this section of the book. Yeah. A klaxon blared. The voice of the prison's high servitor echoed over the loudspeaker in Barracks's voice. Security system malfunction. Emergency shutdown and rebooting commences. Commencing. The place dropped into into momentarily into darkness. The emergency light lighting quickly illuminated the cell block. All around him, alarms sounded. Warning lights flashed and pneumatics hissed. The cryogenic fluids evaporated into fog as the cryo cells lining this cell block began to open. Barracks moved as quickly as he could towards the exit, not bothering to look back, for he knew what he'd see. The scorned barons and Prince Aldrin were free, as was every single resident of the Prison of Elders. Varric slipped out under the cover of a prison anarchy. So, through the same secret passage in which Petra and Cade had smuggled, smuggled Prince Aldrin, there was a ship waited, loaded with the prison's ether stores. As he walked, he made two recordings to be sent out to the, by the prison's relays once he was away. The first, he disabled his voice synth and began speaking in a deep resonance of high speak to give commands. He didn't know how many would answer judgment's call but he had to try for the second he turned his voice synth back on they call me betrayer i who was most loyal they do not think i hear the words bug insect pause 
Hold Up long strides fast now along the ramp and into the ship. Towards the bridge, a vandalin wolf colours saluted him as he passed. I hear the words, house judgment always hears, no choice. To keep the house together, he paused again. As he reached the bridge of his ship, judgment always hears. The great machine stood in judgment. Lixney fell to fighting, fell to hate. Emotion caught in his voice. I cannot stomach this hate. As he spoke, the ship's engines run, rumbled to life. On the screens, Varric could see explosions resonating through the prison. His former charges running rampant. His ship passed through the barrier. The base barrier and began to move off. Nowhere else to go. No one else to be. Here. He drew himself up to his full height. And so, I become Varric, the Kell of House Judgment, envoy to the Elixney people. No choice, he repeated, chuckling deep in his throat. His voice was calm. Elixney must rise. Yeah. But that's how he's actually declared himself Kell of Kells to actually try and rally the Elixney people under his banner by declaring himself the Kell of Judgment because that because the House of Judgment held such sway throughout the houses because they were effectively the lawmakers, the judges. Varricks then went out and tried to bring together his people he yeah. met with er he met with Aramis he imprisoned him well it's believed she imprisoned him now he's escaped and from Vidoc and all the other trailers and things. um trailers that trailers that I've seen it looks like he also stole a shard of darkness as well oh, okay now in the gameplay trailer we see the uh, one of the one of the house of um House of Darks barons actually receiving a shard of darkness. Yeah. As it comes down at the great orange machine, he grips it and takes it into himself, and that gives him his darkness powers. Um, now, I believe that Varrox has stolen one of these because we see it just in that lunchbox, maybe? Is that the best yeah. way to say it? As yeah. the, that the uh, Exo Stranger opens up. And, and that's why he's, he's basically called us to... Europa. Yeah, he's he's kind of and fallen back on it. himself again, hasn't he? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm your friend, but now I want to just kind of reunite the Elixni rather than the the Fallen. I've done this thing, it's a bad thing, but I didn't mean it to be a bad thing. I'm going to see if I can it... reunite these people. Oh, I'm imprisoned. Um, now what do I do? Oh, let's call the Guardians again. Yes. Basically, he wants to help us now because he's realised his mistake of trying to actually command Aramis, where she doesn't actually want it, and he's realised she because because she wants to actually rid the dependency of the ether. He's like, whoa, hang on a minute, no, that's not a good thing. Hmm. Um, and he's realised he'd have a better choice with Miss Mithrax, who wants peace, so the Elixir can prosper. So why is okay? The darkness might not be a good thing, but why is ridding themselves from the need of ether not a good thing? Because that, in turn, rids themselves of a dependency. They don't have to depend on servitors. They don't have to defend them. It's not a weakness, because they have to protect those servitors at all costs. But Otherwise, you, you they, said that because, you said it was a bad thing to rid themselves of the need for ether. It sounds like a good thing. 
it may it may be a good thing in your mind, but if you if you look at it a different way, what I'm trying to do. Your, if you rid yourself of that ether by allying yourself with Siva, blend it, splice it. Well, devil splices, they splice themselves with Siva and became monsters. Mm-hmm. What Mithrax effectively wants to do, and Varix in a roundabout sort of twisted way, is actually rebuild the Elixni race. And basically, it's this is this is my view on it, but it kind of seems a back burner thing for them to actually look at maybe getting rid of the well if they even if they want to do it at all to get rid of the uh, ether because they can still produce it yeah if they can but if they can make peace with us as guardians and humans and awoken if they can make peace with all of us they can prosper they can make as much ether as they like it doesn't matter I think this is kind of going to be the prelude to something that's going to eventually be a lot bigger story as you it seems to be like maybe a, a teaming up because a lot of the people when we were in Destiny 1 were saying, you know, the Elixir, why aren't we have them as a playable character? So maybe they are building upon lore and story to build into the fact that we now have this house of whatever it's going to be at the end of it. Yeah, that's going to join forces with us. But my, mm-hmm. my other question to you guys is... Why is it not right for the fallen to wield the darkness, but it's going to be all right for us to wield the darkness? Why is it's it? It's not for... all right for us either. We're doing it because of a necessity, not because it's a good thing. But surely, the light should be enough to fight the dark. Apparently, it is not. The brighter and... the light, the darker the shadow. <laughs> but you know, like you were saying, Varix is in that Eremus is using this as a power of darkness and using it against whatever to rid themselves of ether so why is it all right for us to kind of wield it i'm not sure on that kind of take of it and why he why varic seems to think that it's all right for us to to use it um i don't know if he thinks it's all right for us to re- for us to use it he's got a sample uh, basically a darkness shard and we don't know at this point why exactly why, but it can be theorized that he wants us to give us this dark shard as like a peace offering saying, look at this, this is what they're using. You can study this. Mm-hmm. The chances are in the new, in the new, in beyond light, that's what exo stranger will give us to start off our stasis powers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can use this. You can study this. Hey, I wonder what it's like if I eat this thing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what happens if I put this in my ghost? Ready if you are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent of re- studying it. <laughs> that, that, That's another question. The exo stranger is believed she can travel in time. Yeah. Now uh, it's been it has been confirmed now she is Elsie Bray. Okay, so she's the legitimate daughter of Clovis. Or she's the granddaughter of Clovis. Clovis. She's granddaughter of Clovis. And um, daughter Anna, of Clovis the second. Anna was the adopted daughter, isn't she, from Mars? Clovis the second, yes. Yeah. And then you've got Wilhelmina, Willabray as well, which is a granddaughter. But we don't know where she is. Uh, we've only seen her in the law so far. We haven't actually seen her in game. Now, with the massive puzzle that puzzle that was going on last night, I haven't actually had a chance to go through all. The information because there is a massive amount there that's come out in the last couple of days. Yeah. But from what I can tell, having a brief scan of it, 
Clovis Bray is a monster. Um, he's looking to be this Luca, last universal common ancestor. Right. Okay. Now, it's always been rumoured he wanted to, to be mortal or some sort of immortality, which is why he started the Exo Project. What we didn't realise is he actually combined Vex mind fluid with something called Clarity, which was supplied to him by the darkness. And yes, Clovis Bray was working with the darkness. Um, because he got hold of the, art the K1 artifact off the moon after everyone went crazy and killed each other on the moon. And that's what led him, that's what led him to Europa. So what's the K1 artifact? Uh, basically, it's believed it was, you know, the orb that Eris is studying. Yeah, we got after the Forsaken campaign out of out of the uh, pyramid ship. Yes, yeah. Or to please to please a lot of people, a tetrahedron ship. That was an argument for a long time. It's not a pyramid; it's a tetrahedron. Ah, it doesn't matter. We go. Yeah, yeah. It's believed it was it was it was found on the moon, and a joint venture, including Clovis Bray, were actually looking for it, and that's what all. The um, like, like you've, the lost sector, the K1 crew quarters, yes, yeah. all their facility that we go through the moon and eventually find the pyramid ship. Then we get the artifact, and it basically it's it's a paracausal artifact that started transmitting, and it basically transmitted for a while, and they realized it was transmitted, and then it got an answer. And in that in in that time. People were having hallucinations. They were suffering insomnia and generally just going crazy. And everyone killed everyone else. So then the artifact was recovered by, by Braytech, or yeah. the Clovis Bray Corporation. And it was taken by Clovis Bray. And that, then he started getting the voices and the hallucinations and the insomnia. But he didn't actually quite go insane. He interpreted it, and it led him to Europa. Okay. And that's when he, that's when he started the, the exoscience project on Europa, which then it actually told him to build a Vexgate. Yeah, because you can just make them. Because yeah, Akora made one in the tower. Yeah, with no, with no, um, no uh, health and safety there at all. No. Yeah, so they built this Vexgate, went through it, and they came on the Vex. It's been theorized it's a home world. Basically, it's a gas giant star that they keep refueling. And basically, it's a star forge. And that's where the Vex make, make other Vex, basically. Make, make the, the exosuits the Vex use. Right. Because it, it is just literally an exosuit. It's, it's not Vex until you put the uh, radiolarian fluid into it. That's what yep. powers it. That's what moves it. That's the intelligence behind it. And then it gives Clovis Bray the idea about using Vex radiolarian mind fluids. So he experiments with it and over time realizes that he, he can't put a consciousness straight into this because otherwise it would go crazy because he tried putting Clovis Bray the second into... That, that was his son, wasn't it? That was his son and he ripped himself apart. Whoa. Killed himself, and that's when 
on Mars, they banned all Vex stuff. They disassociated themselves with Clovis Bray Senior. Right. And eventually he managed to get Elsie Bray to come and work for him. And her in turn, without actually Anna's knowledge, got Anna to work for him as well. Oh, we don't know if I'm just theorizing there. She may have known about it. She may have not known about it, but she, she had some dealings in the EXO project as well. Yeah. Now, I mean, she could have just that, thought that she was working with her sister at the time. In that time, Clovis per perfected, well, perfected his mind fluid with this other substance called clarity, which we presume is some sort of darkness effect. So are you and, saying that all EXOs have some darkness in them to create them? Yeah, almost. They're a, they're a hybrid vex, vex human. That's the best, best way I can actually get people to understand it. They use a blended mind fluid with a few other ingredients, made this mind cake and shoved it in the, uh, the exo bodies. Okay. There was a whole lot of references to things that have nothing to do <laughs> fluid cake batter mixture baked at 200 until not insane yeah <laughs> uh, it was previously also theorized that to get a full brain scan from a human get a fully detailed brain scan it basically destroyed the brain okay it came out last night that the vex there's there's some way they can do it where the vex actually simulate the brain and then put it in the exos now i've only literally please don't take this as gospel because i've literally had the quickest of quick looks through this because this came out very very recently and there was a massive information there but this is my sort of highlights as i skimmed through it lore i may have takes. missed something Pretty this much, is your lore yeah. hot take so Back to Clovis Bray, he's perfected this thing. He kills Elsie Bray and puts her in an exo. I'm sorry, he killed her? He killed Not her. She was already dying. He physically, nope. like, hey, daughter, he, sorry about this, but now I got to kill you. Killed he's her? He's dying. He's dying. He's keeping himself alive with pig organs, is the, is the way to describe it. Okay. So he's got a gen genetic defect. He's dying, and that's why he wants to be put into an exo. I don't know how true this bit is, but it's believed that he put himself into an exo in Europa. He's kept a copy of his mind somewhere as well. And there's another copy somewhere. Oh. Now, well, yeah, don't they all have a backup in, in somewhere? It sounds like, like, like Rasputin, really. Like whether it's like a satellite or the, the deep stone crypt or whatever. They, they, yeah, well, they, everybody's got a backup somewhere. He does say in the previous law that came out that got leaked early with the with the collector's edition because they've got a full nearly a full law book in here and these are the pages that are missing out of that law book that he has a full brain scan stored away of uh, Clovis Jr. Clovis the second Clovis Jr. whichever you want to call him. New Hunter Vanguard maybe. No. So I'm I'm actually getting quite excited by this because if they are using a simulation of the mind and they're not destroying the brains to make a copy to put into the exo is the original cade still alive oh, i've been saying that for months yeah but you we, you have been saying that for months it's been theorized for months but 
this actually this bit of law here has potentially made that a massive possibility well i mean not only just this law right but i mean and i know you're gonna say that it was his scribe that wrote it so we can't necessarily trust it mm. but oh. at some point in time inside um inside the the diary of uh callus thank you it talks about how we kill Cade seven mm. so I mean, yes. I've been saying that for well, months. That that would that would make sense if we well, it kind of makes sense that if somebody actually found the brain scan of Cade six or Cade as a man and right. actually made Cade seven, mm -hmm. Cade didn't want that. He never wanted seven. That's why he stopped at six. Yeah. So that would make sense for us to go. No, that's not right. Cade didn't want that. Bang. That sorted. Cade seven's the new raid boss. <laughs> but no, you see, the, the, he never wanted to be called Cade 7. But for all we know, there are like 20 iterations of Cade. He just never went past Cade 6 for that. the name. He stopped. No, 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 no. He stopped counting at 6. Yeah, he stopped counting. But it doesn't mean that he was only resurrected six, six no. times. Stop <laughs> a minute. No, what, what I mean is, that is, is in Cade's journals, it says. I can't remember exactly where in the law it is. It says he stopped counting at six. Mm -hmm. Potentially, it could be up to K20. He didn't want to be called K20. He wanted exactly. to be called K6. Here's a thought for you. What if that isn't a reset for an exo? That doesn't denote a reset. What if they got K and they got a rack of exo bodies that are identical, a batch? So Cade could be his his own raid team. All the Cades just just load up a new Cade, restore from backup. So you've got a batch of twenty exos, Cade one to twenty, and they all fought to the death, and Cade six remained. Well, I think it's quite exciting. All the new law that's coming out with this ARG that's going on, and all the law pages, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot tied to the new raid, which we can probably delve a lot deeper into once the raid's out, because. Oh. You don't I'm really want to spoil sure, it. I'm pretty sure that Aramis is not going to be the raid boss. He's got no. too, too much into the campaign, campaign missions, and uh, Baron's 2.0. Yeah. To actually be the raid boss. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. But something I did want to ask you about, which came out in the trailer. So, again, we're still talking spoilers if you're still here. Uh, Zivu Arath was mentioned yes. in one of yes. the trailers as being part of this DLC. And it's yes, quite interesting. The of the yes. It's quite interesting that she's now made an appearance or made a reference to along with Savathun. So is she a pawn of Savathun or is she working? Everybody's for a pawn of Savathun. Probably, yeah. But I did just wanted to ask she's, not ask supposed, take on it. She, she's a hive god of uh, supposedly equal power to Savathun. But we saw what Savathun did with um, Oryx. Not Oryx, sorry. Um, Crota. And tricked him into doing stuff on her behalf, like she tricked him into cutting into a sword space when the Vex poured out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have absolutely... I would love to theorize on that, but we just don't have enough information for me even to make a theory. Uh, all we know that night that uh, that sucker punched uh, Osiris and put him on his backside, 
was a knight of Zebra or Wrath. Now, he has been mentioned several times in recent lore. Um, well, not actually, but actually in game, but mainly around IO. Um, there was a Taken, quite a high level Taken, trying to come through in one of the side missions on IO. That was an envoy, well, it's something like an envoy of Zebra or Wrath. I can't remember exactly what its name was. And there's been, there's been marionettes of Zebra or Wrath as well. But until, I, to be honest, it's what, three days? Three days now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm asking my I'm questions. I'm so hyped. I want it to come now. I'm so excited with all the new lore coming out. It's amazing. And, oh, man. Yeah. It's I'm Lord really Christmas. looking forward to it. It is it's, Lord it's, Christmas. It's, it's, it's mini Christmas for you. <laughs> Hell, we need it at the minute. <laughs> Well, if if any of you guys out there have any questions for for not off about law or anything really for not off, send them in and um, we'll pose them to him and and blow his mind with maybe theories and questions. Because maybe he gets bored with us just keep asking him questions. Oh no, I get I get to go on the Guardians of Law podcast tonight. I'm recording tonight and. Uh... Nice. That should that should be interesting. I'm actually really looking forward to that. So when will that be out for the listeners to listen to? I don't know. I know that I know they actually run with a buffer of podcasts, so I don't know it's being advertised as a special. So I don't know if it will come out next Friday or it will come out in a couple of weeks. Okay. So keep your ears to the ground. When we hear that our law podcast will be out, we'll let you guys know so you can go listen to him. So if you scroll back up, guys, Parody has, in the podcast info, Parody's put the Benevolent Hue contest entries. I did see that. I did see that. And I was thinking maybe I could read that since I haven't contributed any other way today. That would be much appreciated by Parody and I. Cool. Yeah, we have our Benevolent Hue, Benevolent Blue Screens, Benevolent Hue giveaway contest entries that we will get to decide and then send the lucky winner there emblem code after this yeah how many issues do we have i think we have like 10 right yeah i think there's yeah something something like that so thank you very much for all your entries and anybody that's kind of corresponded with us do appreciate it and it it has been very funny for parody and i to read these but as a treat for you all now respawn will read your entries out on the podcast because he hasn't heard them so I think your goal here is to see how much you can make him and Arf laugh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read any of them. I just briefed over how many we had. I haven't read any of them. So these are all very much hot takes. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah, there's there's one that's a novella I've kept for last because truly this is a novella of a story. Okay. All right. Entry number one. The best time playing was D1, Bolt of Glass Run. Me and the team are completely stuck seven hours in. Oh, I feel that. And I mean, completely stumped. We kept shoving the square in the circle hole. I mean, kept shoving it hours upon hours. So we start drinking and drinking. Less and less playing to the point to we were just sitting in the raid, just BSing nonstop. Well, some business ideas came up. My drunk idea was about a rectal razor. As a man with lots of hair, manscaping is a difficult task, and I barely remember this, but every time they bring it up, I get a chuckle that I thought a rectal razor was a good idea. Cheers. Okay. That um, uh, would certainly benefit 
hairy people. I suppose it would mm-hmm. be, but can't you just use like a like an electric blade? I don't. I'm not getting into the idea. Rectal razor. Okay. No, I'm entry sure one, you'd end up cutting things that you shouldn't be cutting. Right. Can many, I edit this? Entry one equals rectal razor, so I have a quick reference. Many I, many bad ideas were had during Volta class. You know, seven hours <laughs> in while drinking. Entry number two. First of all, love the podcast and all you do, especially respawn. I always listen when I'm at work and always catch myself. What? You added that bit, didn't you? Anything with him in it, yeah. (laughs) Um, And always catch myself laughing out loud. The one moment I found myself laughing out loud in Destiny was D1. While doing the Wrath of the Machine raid on the part of the gondola, I remember Aleas pushing off one of my client mates during his first run and seeing him struggle to get back on to complete that section of the raid. Then we would wipe to do the encounter all over again, but I'd push him off as soon as it started. (laughs) (laughs) This I can get behind. Shooting yourself in the foot for a giggle. I can get behind that. The one that Pan always did to everybody that was new to the Wrath of the Machine raid was under the Zamboni. Oh, if you go behind that wheel, there's a law piece or there's some whatever it was. And whoever was new with it, it was a ghost. There's a a hidden ghost back there. Go grab the hidden ghost. Oh, okay. He he got me with it. (laughs) He got me with it. You just got electrified from the Zamboni even before it's even moved. He he was so proud of getting everybody with that one. All right. So entry number three, I am a 1065 hunter, previously warlock, who loved to dodge those crayon-eaten titans with the shoulder charge. The funniest time I have ever had in Destiny was an iron banana match in which what happened was I was running a revoker with a fighting lion just for fun. And so basically what happened is we mercy them and then we load into the next match. And what happens is it's almost the exact same squad we were going against. And so about two minutes into the match, <gasps> yo, invest in periods and commas, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is respawn is to breathe. Right? So um, two minutes into the match, I have five kills and get one more kill. And then the whole entire lobby, including my team, left. And I got to win randomly because of them being mercied and then going against the same people. We didn't even really stomp them. Hey, there's a period. But yeah, anyways, I love you guys' podcast, especially Respawn. I listen to it every day. Respawn is the best. And I love how you joked about Respawn not being able to speak. And most of the time, he is traveling hunter and always robots out. We can we can edit that last bit out. But I still love you, Respawn, for trying your best as a hunter as we all support you guys and hope for a good future for your podcast. Well, thank you very much. I do very much appreciate that. Entry number four. Oh, this is Jordan. Okay, if it, if so, my time. What? I'm having a stroke. If so, my time, I laughed in Destiny was when I was in a group of two other friends. We were getting ghosts before Destiny 2. My friend had to go out of bounds. He died. Then without speaking, the two of us threw throwing knives at his body at the same time. <laughs> so just like like as he's falling, you just chuck throwing knives and just I mean I mean what? <laughs> okay, here we go. Um entry 5. At least a few times a week I play private matches one on one against my son. His skill is far above mine, and I have never won against him. I'm one fateful day. 
on one fateful day. Okay. Yeah, I, am I, playing I didn't have the piece. I just posted them as is, so. I gotcha. Um, I'm playing against him like usual. He is owning me. I'm getting frustrated, and he is just laughing as he's killing me at will with every part of his arsenal. <laughs> While this is going on, my dear nine-year-old daughter is sitting next to me and taps me on the shoulder. I take off my headset and ask her what she wants. Her response was, Dad, are you playing with Nathan? I responded with, yes. Why? Her retort. Just wondering, you're dying more than usual. <laughs> I just busted out laughing that even a nine-year-old who doesn't play can notice how bad I'm getting old. Oh, Lord. Okay, so that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Are you playing with Nathan? Yeah. Why? I just, just dying a lot. That's all. <laughs> all right. MC6, I was doing that. That one actually gave me a little bit of a tear. Okay. Um, I was doing a Nightfall, the ordeal match against Sadia. But every time I tried to hit her with a void charge, she would shoot me off the islands. Normally, this wouldn't bother me, but I would always get hit with the freaking asteroids. I feel that, bro. I really do. This has easily happened four times, and this made me so mad. And at the same time, I couldn't stop laughing. Bro, I know the feeling. When you're just so angry that all you can do is laugh so that you don't have to do something illegal and probably homicidal, I'm right there with you, man. I think it, it's there. just it's just that nightfall, isn't it? You literally, you die, you spawn back in, and she's, she knows where you're going to be, and she goes, boop, and that's it. You're like, no, hang on. I, I haven't even got to jump. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous, man. And even if you have a chance to make it to another platform or even back to the island she knocked you off of, nope, you get smashed by a freaking asteroid the size of Connecticut, you know? <laughs> anyway. Every time. Totally feel that, man. Totally feel that. Okay, entry seven. I hope you're all well. Thank you for all of the wonderful podcasts this year, especially Respawns. Well, thank you. I'm a Canadian-born Toronto... Toron Torontonian, Torontonian, who moonlights as a French teacher. School has been a whirl this year, and your podcast and Destiny 2 have helped me get through these current stressful times. I'm a solo gamer and part of a clan who are never on on the hours I play, and I'm constantly on LFG. It sounds like oh, you need to join Frozen. I, no, I feel his pain there. Yeah, sounds like you need to join Frozen. All I'm saying. One day I decided to make a new post on LFG to emphasize the fun and jovial times that I had during a raid. My post sounded like this. Last wish. Mike. 21 plus. Warlocks must have good jokes. Picture this. Six warlocks, six fallen guillotines, six adults on mics, each joining the group chat with a joke as their opener. Here's the best one I heard. Why do Titans' eyes hurt? <laughs> because they can't blink. It's even more true because hunters are going to be able to blink too. <laughs> Titans can't blink. Each encounter of our fire team guardians had a funny joke or story to tell. I will be posting LFGs like this more often. Less about skill as a player, more on good times. I do like that. Um, you know what? You're going to get. You, you're gonna get the. Uh, I think I, 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 I'm pretty sure we. I'm sure we have respawns entry right now, but. I mean, one, he one got the highlight. 
that's that's all we need to go. This is just get the highlight. One question for each of you to answer. What will be your weapon loadout for the first story mission in Beyond Light? Okay. Uh for me, most likely it's gonna be mountaintop primary. I'm gonna have the non hunger secondary and then the anarchy for my heavy. And I'm gonna be going bottom tree tether with the uh, with the boots. You know which boots I'm talking about. The boots. I love what yours gonna be. Oh the loadout for uh, going straight in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Day one mission beyond light. What are you running with? I can tell you. Hang on, let me just bring up my, my character now. <laughs> <laughs> Already set. Already good. No, I, I work on a uh, parody loadout. Basically <laughs> the highest level gear I've got at the time. <laughs> nice. That's going to be good, though. I mean, especially for a Titan, just the, the war pig with, you know, the... I mean, really, any auto rifle will do the job, but if you haven't tried it yet, Respawn, he's a hunter. What did he? Why did he say parody's building? Oh God! I thought it, uh, when he said parody's build, all the lights of the war pig. Parody's school of thought, which was just put on the highest gear. Currently running a oil and tr- triple shotgun, ruinous effigy, with a falling guillotine, with a uh, war mantis helmet, uh, holdfast grips, uh, sovereign vest. Fast strides and a clandestine maneuvers cloak. Oh, you went the whole year. Oh, look at mm-hmm. you. Parody, what's yours going to be? Well, I, I was going to do part of response, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to rock the uh, the Exo Strangers uh, exotic pulse rifle. No time to explain day one because oh, I, I pre-ordered. It. I'm going to have it, so I'm going to rock it day one. I'm going to mix that with a summoner because you know he took my gnawing hunger, so I have to be a little bit different. And we have, we all need an auto rifle. Uh, heavy uh, could go either way. Probably whichever grenade launcher I've had on. We'll go with that, one of the outrageous fortunes because eh, it's there. I'm um, gonna be rocking the syntheseps because I've really been enjoying the syntheseps lately. And uh, the rest of my gear will be my Iron Banner, you know, Dusk and Dawn shadered uh, loadout. That there is only one true armor set, so that's all you need. Well, there you go. And I'm gonna be running, uh, I think, Middle Tree Void because everyone needs detonator strapped to their chest. And, and since y'all are talking about your armor and I did not, I suppose I should let y'all guys know that um, if I'm not going to be using Orpheus rigs, the Stompies is going to be the next best choice because that puts me at the 100 mobility, 100 recovery mark. I've got, so. to, I've got to admit, I'll probably run running Stompies. They allow me to jump. Mm-hmm. And what are you rolling with, Night Demon? Well, first of all, I can tell you you're all wrong. Second of all, of course, the first thing that you need to do is go to the tower and sort out you know, leveling yourself up, maybe go off and do other things. To, but like, the, you, you're thinking about so stuff no, we have no idea no, what we're going to get. No, no. Yeah, what's, exactly. What's, what's the first activity you're going to play? He says you're I'm going to the tower. I'm going to the tower. When you load into a combat zone. I don't I know. Go, I'm going to go find stasis. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because I'm going to go to the tower, I'm going to maybe pop open my exotic engrams that I've got uh, saved at my postmaster, so I may have some new toys to play with. So, so my people will get into the game about four days after the rest of us. After yeah, sorted out his Night Demon. Night Demon yeah. is just being a little, little whatever. No, that's us. what I do. That every expansion, uh, uh-huh. what I do In is case I go you to were the wondering, tower. I think I'll run old-fashioned or true prophecy, explosive rounds without law. 
Aikilo Sniper Rifle, fourth time to charm and high impact reserves. I have that one too. Very nice. And the Sleeper Simulant with the Catalyst. That's what he's rocking. So not bad. I don't know about taking the old-fashioned into a PvE, but, I mean, it is what it is. People mm-hmm. love their hand cannons. I guess. All right. So. Take a break. Sadly, I was late to Destiny. This is entry eight, by the way. And this guy wrote a this lot. Is, okay. Yeah, this is your novella. That's why I saved it for last. Gotcha. I did not get to experience D1 in its origins due to life circumstances at the time. However, fast forward to just before Forsaken, a former co-worker of mine who was also my current clan leader and founder kept bringing up Destiny and how much he loved the game, and I would notice him always in a party doing raids on Xbox. So I decided to pick it up. The first two of the first two years of Destiny sucked. I didn't have any good weapons. Anytime I would get even remotely close to light level cap on my character, there would be a new season, and I'm magically behind again. So I was constantly playing catch-up. I played through Forsaken as Warlock and found myself frustrated more times than enjoying the game. Yo, he raised a good point right there. I mean, that... that mm-hmm. 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 Come Keep, however, I decided I wanted to try a new character. So I chose a Titan. Sorry, Respawn. Yeah, you should be! <laughs> now, I started to find a niche in the shoulder-charging, shotgun-wielding, crayon-dieting of a nuisance that is a Titan with Dune Marches and Arc Strider. At least he knows the target demographic. I've managed to get my Recluse Revoker and Lunas Howl in the season before the Seraph Towers. Haze that season dropped off just as they dropped Felwinter's Lie Quest because I'm an idiot. Fast forward to Season of Arrivals. Going to my favorite memory that I'm foreshadowing to which happened recently. Now, I wanted my Moments of Triumph title, and this was before we could finish the f- finish off Forerunner. I needed to do every raid except Scourge of the Past. Found a decent raid team, and we all got along. Well, well, well. Finished all five raids I needed. Last Wish, Leviathan, Ground of Sorrow, Garden of Salvation, and Eater of Worlds. In the span of about six ish hours or less of course the, wow hours of course these guys were experienced and were down when they found out i only had one raid left the next day same team helped me get my divinity congrats so i got my moments triumph and divinity pretty much all at once i had never been so clicked into what most would consider a destiny community nor did i raid much prior to the experience and now i'm not scared of raids so yes that is likely my fondest memory. Love the show, guys. Please keep doing what you're doing, and I hope to be in a fire team with you guys someday. It will be raiding, crucible, nightfalls, or what have you. Did he happen to say what platform he's on? I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? Shut up. Uh, good health to you all, and respawn. You'll like this bit. I made warlock for Forsaken, Titan for Shadowkeep, and now. Well, I'll be. I'm assuming you meant maining hunter, not maiming hunter. So I'm gonna let that one slide for Beyond Light. So I, I can say I have. Done. You shut your face. <laughs> so I can say I have adequate experience under each class. Eyes up, guardians. Yes, finally. If warlock wasn't what you liked, and titan you think is your niche, then I want you to play hunter. Because you need to play Hunter. Because everybody needs to play Hunter. Okay? 
That's what I'm going to say. He said he's going to maim, maim a hunter and beyond light, so he's all good. No, no, no. Yeah. no. no I'm assuming like he means maining hunter. Right. But I mean, honestly, if you're maining a hunter, you're also be maiming that hunter because that hunter is going to get a lot of maiming done. Whereas my hunter is very safe. My hunter is very safe in the ship where he hasn't left in months. Very <laughs> safe. He hasn't been maimed once this season. So that's a good story. <laughs> I like that. I went into a lot of detail. But okay, so is... yeah, so so we had our entries of rectal razor being pushed off the cliff, the iron banner mercy, the dual throwing knives, the daughter taunting her dad, off the map into the asteroid, warlocks, swords, and jokes, or five raids in six hours. Who is our glorious winner of benevolent blue screens, benevolent hue giveaway? So my personal entries: daughter calling the dad out, right? Warlock jokes. Well, and then and we then only the, we only have one, so pick yeah, your I know. favorite. We only have one code to give away. Sorry, kids. So, so okay. Two that, I, the two that I could go for is daughter taunts dad, or push off okay. the cliff because we all do that to somebody. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have a third? Um, we're not narrowing it down to three. No, no. but if we all pick three, well, whatever yeah, common three. one we all pick. Which can already, get it. already, Daughter Taunt's dad is up there with two. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, parody. Well, I appreciate, I, I mean, I feel like Daughter Taunt's dad, they, they know that, clearly they all know their demographic. I, I've got to say, though, the warlock swords and jokes, I okay. feel, I, I, I feel the rector, the rectal razor and the push off the cliff so much because of Vault of Glass. Because mm-hmm. Durian, the warlock, would always shove us off the cliff with that warlock melee in D1. Every single time, but I think the warlock swords and jokes are in entry seven has got to be my favorite. So we got a tie between uh daughter calling out the dead and then warlock jokes that leaves you, demon, as the tiebreaker. Oh, damn it, <laughs> and that's assuming you even pick one of those. We could have a three way going, and I'll just have to roll some dice. Oh, show up, have to make decisions, have oh, to right? do things. I like stuff. those two as well. I was just hoping that you two would just kind of. Uh, well, well, I, uh, I flip a coin. Uh, uh, let, let me uh, let me have a look at something first. What are you looking at? Hang on, let me check. Shootovers listening to this podcast is like, hurry up, demon! I need to know. No, he's, he's gonna he's gonna edit all this out. What do you mean? <laughs> yes. No, we need to have we need to have a non copyrighted version of the Jeopardy song just playing in the background. I'm just gonna check something out. Where is it? I will mention that I, you know, for, for the for the purpose of this, I put the entries in as with no names on them and just gave the numbers because some of the names I recognize, some of them I don't, and I don't remember who who submitted who now. So, yeah, but you can always go back and look, right? Well, right, yeah, I'll go back and look once we decide the winner. But I didn't want that to influence our decision making. You got it. Except for whatever whatever Night Demon's up to right now, which is, you know, throwing the whole thing into chaos. Right. I don't know why he's doing that. What do you, what, what do you, what, what can you possibly be looking for at this point? Everybody, <laughs> he's looking for a coin flip on the internet that has no bias to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you can respectfully abstain if you wish, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've got an idea, but I just need to. <laughs> Came down with a fire team of nine. He's looking for a second code. That way he doesn't have to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a code so well. 
know me so well. Are you really? <laughs> uh, he, he's thinking if he can buy the buy the uh, pit instilling, get a new code for this exact giveaway. Oh my god, are you doing that? Are you actually buying a pin to give it away? <laughs> no. You indispensable. <laughs> We go live to bungie.net slash store and Nathan and putting in his uh, his not credit card and probably debit card into the system and buying a pin to wait right. for the code to be emailed to him live. <laughs> look, look, I'm giving him crap, but honestly speaking, <laughs> that's absolutely something that I would do. <laughs> and just not tell you guys at all. Just like, oh no, look at this, we have a second code. Oh. Let's see if Nineteen wants to spend fifteen dollars US and um, no, whatever that is in pounds to make this happen. A I, I yeah. do. I've got. A, I've got another code. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I've got. I've got a. No, I've got a Planet of Peace emblem that I can give away to our second entry. Oh. Well, so, well, well, that well, you have to come up with a funny punny name for your giveaway then. This is my well, giveaway. Okay. You still you still have to pick a winner because the winner of this gets the one emblem and then the runner-up can get the one that you just found yeah. slash bought, right? So you still <laughs> got to pick a winner. I didn't buy, I didn't buy it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we believe you. It, it, was, it was one that was given to me for, like, if, if we needed it for a competition. And I just mm -hmm. had to find, find it and see if it was still so, redeemable. So instead of running your own competition, you're now going to butt into my competition and rather Blue Screen's competition? competition? Same competition. Ooh. It is now. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, you put me in the awkward position of choosing out two, and I can't no, choose. No, no, it's you not an awkward position. We knew we'd have to choose for weeks now. Okay. We, well, here, I'm going to make it easy. Daughter Taunt's dad wins. The end. Game over. Congratulations. But then Warlock Swords jokes also got voted like so many. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why you have to break the tie. Parody has no say in this. In the words of Respawn, second, you know, second place is the first loser. If you haven't said that, I'm sure you have at some point. So I'm still going to quote you. I have said that many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Daughter Taunt's dad. Okay. I, I think I, I, target yeah. demographic wins. Wow, yeah. we're about to sell out. <laughs> Clearly, this person understands the tar target demographic of right? having, your, having your daughter be like, "Wow, sorry, the, you know, the, the runner up is whatever code that demon just bought." You. So, yeah, no, you can tell me that all day, but I'm not going to believe it. Well, exactly. So, warlock swords and jokes. I have a planet of peace emblem that um, I can give you as a runner-up prize. And it, it uh, makes sense, right? Because Planet of Peace, hey, everybody come in, tell a joke. I mean, it, it fits. Yes. It fits. Yeah. So good so, call. I, we, each respective uh, winner will, or the winner and runner-up will get a message. We'll email you and um, let us um, know. Warlock, Swords and Jokes, if you'd like your Planet of Peace emblem. Because you may already have it. I don't know. Yeah, if not, then so. I'll, I'm going to have to come up with something else. I'll actually have to buy something from the Bungie oh. store and give you a, an emblem. Yep. Send them the pin. Send I've him never, a pin. I've never and done the it. <laughs> it, it, it directly to his house. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, thank you all for entering. This was a lot of fun. We will uh, think and thank you, Blue Screen Forty Two, for texting me and going, "Hey, I have an emblem. You should give it away because sometimes we need kicks to make things happen." So, thank you all for entering. 
And uh, yeah, stay tuned. We will inevitably give away more things as we have them and uh, find fun ways to do it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. As we get more popular and more people give us stuff, we'll give more stuff away. So um, this is not going in the podcast. Do not leave it in. This is off topic. This is an off topic. Topic. No, no, this is not going in. But I have have in mind one of the things that I was going to do, right, is... So thank you very much for those entries. And um, I've just got a few things to kind of remind people before we finish out the podcast. So apparently on the Destiny Community podcast, Miss 5000 Watt says that Cosmo has confirmed that the exotic catalysts that are going away with the Destiny content vault will be making a reappearance in seasons 13 slash 14 because they've got to change some of the objectives on how to finish those or acquire those. So they are coming back, not this season, coming up, maybe after Christmas, but definitely a lot quicker than what they have in previous seasons. So that's, I think, the catalyst for like Sweet Business, Sunshot, and the Graviton Lance that we had with the um, Faction Rallies. They went away for a very long time before they were put back in the game. So they've got to change some objectives on those and they will be back. I have... One video for you this week, and it is from our amazing guy, Cheese Forever, has put out a guide, especially for you, Respawn. It's a 55-minute guide on how to power level. So if you are day one raid racing, he's kind of broken everything down in small chunks for you to kind of understand of what to do, what does what, how this is going to work, and what's probably the best going into Beyond Light. So there's one for you, Respawn, to go and watch. Very much appreciated, I, I thought you would like that. Um, I would also like to say a big thank you to Cool Dad two two one oh seven and Snatchy from Australia, who this week helped me get my final part of the zero hour heroic puzzle mission done. So we we met on LFG, put out a post, asked for some help. These guys turned up, came and helped. Um, Snatchy, unfortunately for him, said, "Oh, is there anything else that I can help you guys out with?" I went, "Oh, um, yeah, actually, there's this little puzzle in the Niobe Labs that's called the Niobe Torment. Would you <laughs> mind helping me out with that?" "Oh, sure, no problem. I'll give you a hand." Six hours later, Oof. I think he kind of regretted that. I say six <laughs> hours later. We spent about three hours the first day trying to do it couldn't do it i then said are you guys going to be available tomorrow at the same time they both said yes and then they were both on i know mistake (laughs) that was the second mistake but thank you very much we we got it completed it was such an epic task i'm not going to take off the emblem i'm not taking off the ghost that we got for it um i've also got the ship that i did the hundred um frames for that was i did a, a while back and I've also got the Sparrow from the Scourge of the Past raid. So I've got the trifecta of um, Black Armory exotics and the emblem to go along with it. So I am so, I was so overjoyed that I could get this done before it went away in this season. So, yeah. And I also hit over 100,000 on my Triumph score. So I'm, I know there's, a, there's quite a few that I'm, I missed out on, like doing the Reckoner title. In the end, I kind of had to bite the bullet. And this week... Literally with gritted teeth, I deleted the, like the um, the invader armor and the 
um, collector armor, and I was like, "But I'm sure I could find some time. I'm, I could find time." Yeah, no, that that that's one. I I, I feel you. I got to again, got through the first first two parts. Asked asked around for advice, and then just haven't had any time to do anything. I was like, oh, it, it's, I'm looking at those armor sets going, oh, maybe I could, no, no, it's, it's, it's this weekend. Like the, like the, we're at the end of the season, you know, yeah. every, every, all of my plans, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to, you know, finish anything. I'm going to pull up Braid Tech. I'm going to see if there's anything where I need like one, you know, like one crucible win or, you know, something small to do, but I'm not, not trying to take, undertake any craziness before the end of the season. I'm, Going to coast into the next season and see where it takes me. Hmm. Respawn? Yo. Oh. What? Anything? Sorry, I, I was looking for Juice Forever's video. Anything what? Regarding your six-hour marathon? No, just anything <laughs> that you um, want to say? Sounds like a really loaded question. I'm being paranoid now. What? Well, I've just, I've just said thank you to, to the two guys that stuck with me this week and helped me do like oh. really hard things. And Parody okay. was talking about his title. I didn't know if you had anything to say before we went. Um, I do kind of want to apologize. So uh, you pointed a guy in my direction to help him out with a raid, right? The day that we were going to link up, um, it was it didn't work for him. Okay, and I was like, okay, cool. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hook up with these guys because we joined an LFG, and then he said he couldn't do it. So we oh, joined an LFG, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna link up with these guys and try to learn how to do this raid for you, right? So I go in. About 30 minutes later, the raid is done. I still have no idea what we did, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I love that, <laughs> right? No, it's Fire of Stars. Basically, they're like, stand there, and the boss is dead. What? What did I miss? What happened? <laughs> right? What happened in between this point and that point? <laughs> yeah. So, still have no idea what's going on. I know my plate. I stand right there and I shoot stuff. Right. So um, yesterday was supposed to do it. And then I got held up because we were on our way back from Orlando and traffic was a nightmare. And he's like, look, we'll just do it tomorrow, which is going to be today. So, um, yeah, we'll get it done. And then you can, you know. Oh. Thank us for being omnipotent and helping you get something done that you needed to get done. That, that is so kind of you to actually help him out. Well, I mean, I was put on the spot. I can't just say no now. You know, <laughs> I'd like to, but it's <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm down with the fire team of nine. You're you're in it now, buddy. Yep. <laughs> it's too late. I've been sucked into a world with the cabal, a war with the cabal, and then. You know, it's just uh, actually, actually, it is Cabal. Yeah, so I have been something <laughs> war with the Cabal. <sighs> so I think that's it, really. I mean, like go and enjoy There's, the game. Yeah, yep. there was there was two things I wanted to mention that are not you know not buildy guidey related, but uh, just links that I found. One is uh, our friends over at Blueberries.gg. They might be our friends, might be sworn enemies. Who knows? They've put together a guide with the help of the Almighty Mercules, and they talk about basically TTK. So in this guide, you know, they'll give you sort of a guide to all the TTK values for primary weapons. Um, sort of, you know, each each archetype of the weapon, each breakdown shows you what the TTK is on it, and TTK is time to kill. And you know what your critical percent is, your optimal kill times, your body shots, like you know examples where you can find these guns. So if you're trying to find, you know, sort of like the best gun to get the quickest time to kill in certain PVP stuff, they have a good breakdown of all of that stuff over at blueberries.gg. And we'll link that in the show notes. 
And also, uh, there was a video this week about uh, just how the loadout optimizer works in DIM, which I've looked at, and I'm like, I'm afraid to press too many buttons because DIM's powerful and will move my gear all around. <laughs> so Abby Hour has put out a video on how this all works. Uh, so we'll link that in the show notes of just, hey, you know, perfect your build. Here's some tips, and she has some dim tips for hunter mains. So hunter mains, maybe there's something special in there for you. And just a reminder, go clean your vault, get rid of stuff. It's all going away because Beyond Light is here. You know I'm not. I'm just going to wait for them to forcefully take it away from me. I know. Then, I, I know you're not. But maybe some other people are. And, and it's I just, oh, like I'm going to blink and it's gone, and then I'll forget about it. You but are. what you need to do is just blindfold your eyes. Put your mm-hmm. cursor inside your vault. Randomly spin it around and click all the the page buttons, and then hold Ooh, the. Oh no! 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like vault roulette. If, if someone could code up a That's vault exactly roulette, what that is, is vault roulette. roulette. <laughs> press the button, and something out of your vault gets deleted. <laughs> all of your must-haves, put on your characters, fill those <laughs> slots, and then whatever's left, the vault on, on the lot. All right. Well, I think. I think that'll take us out. And uh, oh, I did want to give one quick shout out to uh, Script TK, the amazing PvPer we almost went 2v3 on. And uh, while I was finishing my mountaintop grind this week, we, I was in survival freelance. And, you know, we loaded in 3v3 and then we lost the first round and our, our sniper buddy pieced out on us. So I was like, well, it's 2v3. Let's see how this goes. We did take it to the final round. We did take it to overtime and lost right at the last second. So just shouts to script TK. He got his four, his 24 kills and one for one KD. I got my 14 kills and my 0.78 KD, but we almost got there. So but you got your mountaintop. And for those that missed that little tidbit, yes, parody does finally have his mountaintop. Congrats. Now I can have an opinion about it. Once I've fired it once. No, I mean, now you're taking it a little far. All right. You, you told me to have, have an opinion. I had to get it. So I went out and I got it. So now I can have my opinions. <laughs> Just to prove Respawn wrong. Oh, yeah? I need to get it? Fine, Respawn. I got you. I got this. <sighs> All right. Well, as always, friends, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. Uh-huh. Your lore nerd is not ARF. You can email the show at two titans at a hunter at hotmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Can you find the show on Twitter? Uh, find the show on Instagram and Facebook, Two Titans and a Hunter. Go see what fun things my team puts up every week, what little fun animations he creates for us. If you need raid help, go to, go to the Guardian Hub, the Guardian Downcast, or respawn. Because if, if you put him on the spot, he can't say no. But check out LFG.Frozen.Party. We're here to offer being pushed off ledges, coming up with terrible ideas for raid things after seven hours of Vault of Class, and other things that you may not feel success, but you'll feel joy in your heart. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. Listen to the show on YouTube. Find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. All right, boys. Uh, say goodbye. So give your advice for Beyond Light. Uh, see you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Yes. To infinity also, and beyond. For the, for the entry, um, five raids in six hours, uh, whatever platform you're playing on, let us know. We could definitely link up, man. That's not something it's that we Xbox. could do. Is the Xbox okay? Cool. It says Xbox in a title. You read Xbox. It doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> let us know who you are at least, or let me know because they know they read the emails. I don't know who you are, so shoot me a message or something on Xbox, and we'll see what we can do. I will tell Respawn now that the contest is over, and we can tell him who the names are for things. And our contest winner has been emailed. Thank you for playing along. Our second runner-up, uh, you'll be getting an email from Night Demon. 
offering you the uh, the peaceful emblem for your second place entry if you don't have it already. And thank you all for listening. Thank you all for entering. And uh, yeah, go leave us a review on a place if you can. If not, tell your friends. If not, tell your sworn enemies. Or if you're sitting in school, tell your school chums about it. It's all on Zoom. Tell everybody. Yeah. Tell everyone. It's all good. Change your Zoom picture to the Two Titans and a Hunter logo. That's all we ask of you. Absolutely. See you guys on the other side. Bye, Guardians. Catch you later. So keep your ears to the ground. When we hear that our podcast will be out, we'll let you guys know so you can go No, we won't. No. Nope. That'd be horrible. Not going to do it. Shut it. I'm not going to send somebody to another podcast. Ours is the best one. This is the only one you need. That's that what we mentioned when they actually say, where introduce yourself. See? Mm. And he'll yeah, be but... like, nowhere. From nowhere else. From the internet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I host a podcast with Night Demon and Parody. They're called Two Titans and the Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.